Who the fuck are these new people? <laughs> Where are the usual assholes? Fuck it. I'm the maestro. Now hit my music. and welcome back to Needless to Say. I'm Brad, and I'm here with... Melissa. And George. That's right. We're having a very <laughs> special episode tonight. Um, three assholes once took a trip. There's no punchline. They're just gone. So we decided, you know what? I haven't spent $300 in a while. Let me go out and buy a podcast recorder, some cables, and invite George down from 80 miles away just to, <laughs> so we can record something. Because me and my wife together would make an awful fucking podcast. Terrible. So that said, uh, George, we have mentioned you a lot on this show, but we've never actually met you. So why don't you lean in and tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and how we met. My name is George Noonan. You might know me from chatting with George Noonan. I like long walks on the beach. Um, <laughs> I know you from the Rhode Island Comic Con, Brad. Thank you for not I, actually talking like that. Well, <laughs> like I got my period twice in the first sentence. Vision accomplished. <laughs> uh, and I met Melissa at the lovely and talented Dave's party. Dave is lovely and talented. Well, well this is a joke podcast, right? So yes, okay. it's Bizarro podcast. Yes. <laughs> so he is lovely and talented. Perfect. And. and what, what do you do? Come on, talk. What do I man. do? Who are these people? Um, I, I work for a window treatment company in Norwell, Massachusetts. I live in Abington, Massachusetts. So, yes, I did drive. Well, I don't think it was 80 miles. How much do you think it is? How long do you think it is? It, it, for the purpose of the show, it's it was 80, 80 miles. miles. <laughs> okay. And on that topic, it's 68 degrees, and it's balmy. The garage door is open. The this is going swimming. The, cr the, the crickets are chirping. George, thank you for coming All down. Right, go. um, Bye, guys. It, you can see yourself out. <laughs> Do we have other friends? I'm not, not close by. <laughs> There's a reason you called me. <laughs> no, honestly, it's, it's great to have George. Uh, two of us have appeared on his show. He does chat with George Noonan. And now you've heard us talk about outlines. You've heard us talk about the structure of the show and we do segments George literally hits record like when he took his podcast recorder out of the box he didn't tweak a setting nope he hit power plugged in a microphone and went and that's how he does his show I've had the pleasure of being on it twice Dave's been on once you definitely need to get Matt on yes yes and, and well, that's it yeah no, that's it that's all the, who else is there Mike used to be on our show you can ask him I will I will um, you have Rayanne I'll take Rayanne. Sure, I'll Rayanne. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know you'll take Rayanne. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a better way to say that. <laughs> so yeah, so that's it. Well, welcome. Uh, we are uh, gonna try to treat this as much like your show as possible, <laughs> mostly because I don't know how to edit that well. There's so. no train, so I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll let the dog run the, around. The dog around. around yeah. <clears throat> Alyssa, how have you been? How's your week? My week was my week. I was fresh back from Chicago. I was gone last weekend in Chicago for work, which sucked. Especially when our flight was back was delayed two hours. I love that they make you fly halfway across the country to pretend that weed is still a valid business. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that you're, you're you do professional packaging, like you're an account rep for like or not account rep, but you're like an account manager for packaging for weed. Yep. 
Okay, and I love that she comes home, and I've said this a million times, but Melissa is the only person in the world who can make weed boring. <laughs> what I do is very boring. It's very boring. But there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of legal stuff involved with it because of the regulations in all the different states. Everything's a little bit different in every state. And then we go international, and up in Canada, it's even more different. But, yeah, it is boring. And the shows are getting more and more boring. We used to go, and there would be giveaways, and people would be handing stuff out. We'd get glad-handed mushrooms and joints that doesn't happen anymore we just go we show up and we hang out with people that are trying to get into the weed industry that have an industry that maybe could work into it like fertilization lighting heating you're doing it again it's so boring (laughs) it's so boring and then we get stuck for two and a half hours in o'hare trying to get out desperately and then we're stuck do you ever think maybe it's you Not entirely. If you turn around quickly, you'll probably catch somebody <laughs> glad handing somebody else some fucking weed. <laughs> but you said you said something else. You said weed shows. What's what's a weed show? It's a trade show. It's a, it's it's an industry show. Like we go and it's for people who want to get industry, are in the industry, trying to find the the thing with with cannabis is that it's not it's not an established industry, and they've really grandfathered into a lot of other industries, whereas. Automation systems for food can easily be adapted to the cannabis industry because it's edib- it's consumables, and it's automation and it's dropping buds of cannabis in instead of chocolates or stuff like that. So, I know what's his face, the um, fertilizer company, the um, they're based out of the Midwest. I can't remember the name. Poopsies. Yes. Don't, don't think it's that one. But Shit stains, right? <laughs> yeah. Out of Kansas City. The green, like the. I can't remember. No, True green. He's getting into it big time, and he's all into fertilization and stuff like that. So people are trying to get into it and trying to figure it all out. So you get trade shows of automation people, people that are in the industry, packaging people like me, just trying to make certain parts of the country a little bit more accessible to get into it. Because they've had such a hard time getting it beforehand. <laughs> With the laws, it gets a little difficult. <laughs> we but. have a friend of ours who may or may not have just been mentioned a few minutes ago <laughs> who still insists on buying his weed from, like by back alley asshole friends of his. <laughs> Like I'm like you know you can get like really good shit that has no twigs in it and you, it's like legal like five minutes from your fucking house like there there's somebody called a bud tender who's just here to help you I, I know you're not familiar with this side of life as he drinks his V8 sparkling energy on thank a- you by the way nice plug and that was great thank you guys that's good that's they- what that's what clinched the deal I was gonna bail and he go I got a text saying we got the V8 I said I'm on my way two stores. Two stores we visited. That's funny. It's tough. Just, just to find this. I, I never thought I'd say, why don't you drink something manly like a seltzer? <laughs> right. <laughs> Even flat water. We're going to get into that in a minute. Because I, I realize I've asked you a bunch of times. I've never gotten a straight answer. So we'll get to that in a minute. I like the gay answers. <sighs> if you are new to George, don't go to his podcast. <laughs> um, you, some of you who are new here, this is not our normal show. You normally see four heads, and you're probably wondering where the hell the other guys are. They do an annual trip to Maine. And uh, because I've decided to make a career move, yes, again, for the longtime listeners, uh, I, I'm starting a new job on Tuesday. Whether or not it is the new job remains to be seen. That's a conversation we'll have off the air. But... I decided to bail on Maine because I didn't think it was a great idea to come back after three days of not bathing and screaming at each other to start a new job with a clear head. Uh, But they are up there in Maine. I've had a handful, a smattering, if you will, of Mm. texts. And they seem to be having a usual great time throwing axes and shooting each other. And I'm probably lighting each other on fire because, again, we're men in our 40s. This is what we do. But I am... I'm sorry I'm not there with them. I do wish I was there. I am not entirely happy about the way they treated me, especially when 
Matt said, I could not, I would be more surprised than anything if Brad actually went to Maine. Why? Because, I don't know. I was ready to go. Craig had a tent for me. I was really bummed Pooping out. outside. Well, shitting in a box <laughs> is not ideal. Shitting in a box with a lot of kids running around that could whip that door open <laughs> and then leave you there for dead. And bears. There are bears that will come in because the outhouse is way out. From what I gather about this property, I'm trying to imagine so it. So you haven't been? I've never been. So why wouldn't they be surprised? Me going a year ago, like today, <laughs> I said, I'm going to go next year. And the guys were psyched. And I didn't realize Matt was such a fucking cynic. <laughs> but he basically said, there's no way in hell Brad's going. And then if, because of what I had to do, I'm, I proved him right. And I'm never going to hear the fucking end of it. <laughs> but this is where we are. This is like when Dave wasn't injured. <laughs> and he was pissed off because now I got to deal with you clowns. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much it. I'm glad you listened to one out of the last twenty episodes. I'm very. It's a good ratio. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so I would that kind of set the tone for my week. I was really pissed off. It was funny. Matt's a funny, dude. But it upset me that nobody actually believed I was going to go. <laughs> and you know, I want to be up there right now shooting an AR-15. But instead, I'm here with you, nice people. So that's that. A few other things from my week. Wait, before, uh, before that, are you as offended as I am about that? A little bit, yeah. It seems like you know, there's a reason these guys bash them, I think. I don't know. Probably. I have the mute button. Big, Br- <laughs> Big Braddy Kane. <laughs> so that's about that. But I wanted to get to you for a minute, George, because yes, uh, my week was pretty uneventful. I had a vacation that wasn't. Oh, I, I, I spent every day in my office oh. trying to do things. So that, that's neither here nor there. But you don't drink. Now, the first time you met the extended network of our friends, everybody was drinking. Yes. So one, why don't you drink? Is it like something happened in childhood or you just don't like the way people act on it, which is totally understandable with us? What, like, what, what's the reason? Well, to be honest, I know I've talked about it before, but <clears throat> it's Vietnam. It's strange things to a man. And, uh, you know, you, get, you see Charlie everywhere and he's drinking and I, I just don't want to be like Charlie. It's that simple. It's It's... Sorry, that was off the spot. I couldn't think. No, there's, there's absolutely no reason other than I was never interested. That's a good I go answer. I go to the parties. I, I don't condone. I don't. I don't have nothing. I have nothing against people who drink. I'd rather you drink with me because I can drive. And hey, cokes are free when you when you're the DD. So it's, if I can get them to make V8s free for the DD, even better. I want to drink so much tonight that you have to drive me home and <laughs> yeah. we're in my own garage. I'm, I'm going to leave you in the bathroom because it's like it's got a nice little atmosphere out there. Yes, <laughs> George has to use the bathroom and I send him out back. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's, he's, he's closer than the outhouse in Maine. That was that was nice. Yeah, no bear, no bear. Well, no. that I saw. No, we I'd do rather, have possums. Ooh. I'd rather see a bear. I'd rather take a shit, you know, 80 miles from wherever they're camping and see a possum come in. I, hell, I'll come in and pet him. I hate possum. What? Really? Oh, the bear. The bear, yes. No, the possum. Wait, you, you like Craig possum? Craig had was taking a dump at last year, and a bear just came by, and he heard it snorting and stomping the ground, and he was sitting. I'm like, well, the shit. Was he pointing probably- and laughing, too? <laughs> you call that a dick? <laughs> <laughs> Craig's sitting there negotiating with him. It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> so that no, honestly, I I don't like shitting outdoors, but I, I just I I'm very upset, very upset. But uh, you're giving more reasons why they're right that there's no way you're going to be up there. You know that, right? I I just hate <laughs> that they doubted me that much because I've got a reputation on this show. If you listen to more than one out of every 20, you'd know that <laughs> I actually, I'm not a handy, handy guy. I mean, I'm a guy who fell off a fucking folding chair because he didn't own a stepladder until two weeks after. You know, and I, I get it. I'm a city guy. 
if there ever was one. I've just I'm not a handy person, and so they amped that up. But the idea of me camping now it's it's creeped into that. Eventually, but like Brad, Brad won't get that twig on the on the ground because <laughs> he has to bend over to do it. You know, they just don't think I'm capable of much. He doesn't bend over for just anyone, Melissa. No, it does not. <laughs> there is our anniversary coming up. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's funny about that? You say you're not a, you're not a, you're a city guy, but it took me. 15 minutes off the main road to get to this place. I'm waiting for my piece of cheese, to be honest with you. When do I get that? When does that show up? <laughs> if you do a good job at the end of the show, <laughs> you're hankering for a hunk of cheese, are you? Yes. Yeah, so what was that? Um, Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah, but right? you were too old. You were in college at that point, weren't you? <laughs> my my, my second college. The inspiration for Animal House. I was the, yes, I was the inspiration. <laughs> Blue Tarski, I believe is his name. Oldest day in the night to play Japan. <laughs> 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 I, I, I was at Boston Comic Con and I saw a guy who was dressed up as, as John Belushi for the Blues Brothers though not, not Animal House and he, he was amazing I actually uh, I'll show you but he was great and nobody knew who he was so I walk up to him and I was like hey man can I, can I take a quick picture of you he's like yeah and instead of just posing he puts his arm around me he's like oh my god this guy's the best blah 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 blah, blah. I was like Gee, that's, how, that's how lonely he people thought that's actually how he dressed because nobody gave a crap about the Blues Brothers. What, what are they? Jake and Elwood. What was yeah. what was Belushi? Was he? I don't. I've only seen the movie he, once. You know, actually, I think he was Elwood, but I could be dead wrong. It's fifty fifty. It's fifty fifty, right? It's, yeah, it's, but I, it's like a USB cord. Fifty fifty <laughs> shot. I'm wrong two thirds of the time. Well, you know, Dan Aykroyd and Jim Belushi now perform as the Blues Brothers. Yes, because they have um, Belushi has a cannabis farm up in Oregon. <laughs> All it roads lead back. back. It does. <laughs> but I have an account who was going to an event on Long Island, and there was supposed to be the Blues Brothers. He's like, this thing's going to suck. He's like, this is going to be the worst thing ever. And he showed up. He's like, it was amazing. Was it really? He said it was like everyone of all different ages watching. The only rule was you could not give Belushi any, or was it Aykroyd? I can't remember, any weed until after they performed because he would have been like on the floor. <laughs> but he's like, it was amazing. He's like, I didn't want to go. I didn't want to enjoy it. He's like, it was absolutely amazing. But those two do it now, and people just love him for it. What happened to John Goodman? Wasn't he in the the, the sequel he movie? He was. Yes, he was actually. And the kid, it was Blues Brothers two thousand, I think. Yeah. It was. And it was fantastic that they killed Belushi again. <laughs> that was twenty. You can never years kill ago. enough Belushi. <laughs> He's probably still under there doing lines. Yeah. <laughs> I saw this great video the other day. It was like a nineteen seventies era Tonight Show. Carson was on. And like he was saying goodbye to his guest, his hair was still brown. Yeah, they were saying goodbye to his guest, and I don't know who the guest was. Carl Sagan was at the end of the couch. Let's Carl Sagan. Thing. But then this other guy stood up, and out of nowhere, you see him tap a couple things on his on his uh, hand, and he does a bump of coke like right there. And I'm like, the fucking seventies <clears throat> ruled, man. That is that is weird, wild stuff. Uh, <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> I would love to go to a Coke show in the, the 70s. Like, the, she goes to weed shows now. Yeah. The best thing about Blow the Carson, fest. you ever see, I, I, I've, seen, I've watched Carson. I, I wouldn't watch the, the brown-haired Carson. I was the silver-haired Carson. But for a while, he would come back. You'd come back, cut back to the show, and he'd be smoking. He'd be, he'd be blowing it out at his last breath. Cigarettes are fine. The guy did lines <laughs> off his fucking palm. <laughs> That's true, but... Uh, you, it's just funny to see him blowing smoke where, where oh, when nobody I used to cared. look at my dad's old porn I would magazine. say the Playboys used the to Playboys advertise. <laughs> they would call them stash boxes. And mirrors. And yeah, but they would give you professional mirrors. Wait, that, stash boxes? That's when the girl's on the ground with her legs around you. Is that a different stash box? When you lose your virginity, we're going to cover this. <laughs> I can't wait, Melissa. Great. <laughs> you albino freak. Craig, you'll be there. <laughs> Craig will be there recording it <laughs> with, his new, with all his new training. <laughs> yeah, I would love to be in the 70s just for a few minutes. 
because as much as I hated the fashion and I didn't like much of the music outside of Black Sabbath, I really did appreciate the, the free-flowing nature of it. Like the the whole vibe of like anything goes and nobody cares. I mean, the Bad News Bears, you ever go back, the, the, the two primary figures on there were an alcoholic coach <laughs> and a kid who smoked and rode a dirt bike when he fell, and he still hit 600 for the season. Yeah, yeah, the, right. The kid was, Kelly Leak was a fucking inspiration. <laughs> you look at the World Series teams from the 80s and they all smoked in the dugout. Look at the 86 Mets. Keith Hernandez, he played first base because that's where the chalk line was. <laughs> <laughs> well, Len Dawson just died from the Kansas City Chiefs and there's a famous picture of him at, at halftime got his helmet off he's, he's just sitting there smoking in the thing Derek, Derek Sanderson from the Bruins was notorious for smoking in the in the locker room or in interviews and everything it just it was accepted yeah I feel like there are parts of me that would have done better then because I'd, I'd be dead now <laughs> right. but I, I think there were parts of me that would have suited that but like I hated restrictions I don't do much Melissa can vouch for this I don't like leaving the house unless absolutely necessary but I don't like but people. I'll go to Maine <laughs> You're as bad as them, prick. Uh, I'm just, I, I realize that the instant somebody tells me I can't. That's what it is. And I hated that. You know, I remember at night I'd be sitting there staring out my plate glass window going, I want to be out there. And then I'm like, no, you don't. You fucking don't care about that. I, that lawn's been growing forever. <laughs> like, what the fuck do you want to go out there? No, I, I was born in, in, so you missed this. You were part of the 70s for a minute. I was only not in the 70s for a minute. I was born in 71, in late 71. And I remember not much about the early 70s, but I remember, I guess, 70, the, uh, the blizzard of 78, I remember vividly, because I wasn't quite in school yet, I don't think. But my grandfather was over, and my mother was so upset because he couldn't leave. And I, I remember <laughs> that out. vividly. Um, but but it was pretty cool. Though. Like The music was fun. You had like... I forget the music, but it was all, it was cool music. I mean, it really was. I don't know. Some of it. Disco was a, a blight on society. True, I think true. Disco was faster than anybody gives, every, anybody remembers. They think disco just ruled the 70s, but I think disco was really only five years or so. For people who really liked and knew disco. Right. Disco beats and shit, like Kiss did it. Yeah. You know, and they should be ashamed of themselves mostly for being Kiss, <laughs> but also for doing right. disco. So you were born in 71, so you remember like... I'm trying to think, like uh, the Iran Contra, when all the hijackings, you you yeah, were yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you were like aware, uh, aware. Not I didn't care, but I was aware. Yeah, you heard the conversations in the yeah, background. I and stuff, like the, the news yeah. was on. I'm like De Niro. I heard some things. I heard things. <laughs> I heard some things. And what about all the drugs? Did you, did you know anybody that was like heavy into the '70s drug scene, like we just described? Like, was there a tripping with George Noonan that we should know about? <laughs> uh, I've I've seen. I mean, I remember seeing it. I was shielded from it mostly, though, but. You know, it was around. Sure, it was. It was. Everybody was. All the kids were doing it. I, that's I mean, why I, I don't drink. That's why I, yeah. I grew up in a very blue collar neighborhood, and it was it was very generationally heavy. Like you had multiple multi generations. I grew up in the house that my father grew up in, so I could get away with nothing in my neighborhood because someone in the neighborhood would see me doing something, and by the time I got home, my mother had already been called. <laughs> but because I think it was blue collar, was right outside of Philadelphia. I do think that I saw a lot more, even in the early '80s. You heard about kids overdosing. You heard about this. You heard about that. But I was just talking last week about how I do think I could probably go back to the 60s and I probably would have would have done very well in the 60s and 70s. Maybe not with knowing now what I would be missing, but if I went back blindly, I think it would have been a really fun time to be around with Woodstock and just 
that free-flowing feeling and the way of living, I think it would just have been... I thought I was providing that for you. You take a couple <laughs> days from shaving your armpits, I call you out on it immediately. Is I that what it. I smell? Is that I, call, I, I, I call you a fucking hippie. <laughs> Get a job, You're going to braid that. <laughs> <laughs> Go sell that weed, hippie. <laughs> But I think it was it was probably one of the times that you could get away with almost anything. You could be a prep, you could be a hippie, you could be a stoner, and everybody accepted everybody for pretty much all of it. I don't know. It's so weird, though, that we keep saying, like, the 60s. It's really, what we know as the 60s was really 68 to 74. Right. <laughs> right, and what we know as the 80s was 78 to 85, right? You know, it, it, or 70s was eight, 78 to 85, you know? Like, everything was shifted. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I, I hate the, that warm, fuzzy, classic rock sound, though. I love like, that it sound. It makes me want to punch people. I like, love who, it. who, though? Like, we, we, we're big Neil Young fans, so that's an exception. And I told you Sabbath. I like that because to them, it was still in like a heavier context. But when you hear things like Credence, Crosby, Stills, National. No, but you like all that stuff. I love it. That's my favorite. The Freedom I, Rock sound. Remember those albums? The, I do, Richie, actually. Richie yeah. Havens. Jim even. Croce was on those. Things. Yeah, like that, that fuzzy, Joni Mitchell. <laughs> it was really warm. I'll give you that. They had guitar tone, but like there were bands like Mountain. You know, like you <laughs> Bread. Really, bread. <laughs> I never heard. Is Mountain a real thing? Or did you make that up? I've never heard of Mountain. Well, even if it wasn't, just go with it's me. It's pretty good. No, no, they were a band. They were a band. Uh, you know, like Fog Hat. Yes, and bands like that, that that that, that proto hard rock, so even early bad company. Mm-hmm. You know, you can tell that they're still taking cues from the '60s in terms of songwriting and trying to create a new sound. By the time they were done, Bad Company sounded like every bad hair band in the '80s. <laughs> you know, they it's sound- the other way around, though, isn't it? What do you mean? Is, don't the every don't the '80s hair bands sound like Bad Company? Some of them do. Some of them got their inspiration from that. But you realize every band that was like a big hair band in the '80s, Poison and all them, by the time they were done with their fame. They had taken the hairspray out. They had taken the spandex off. They got rid of the neon colors, and they went back to denim and blue jeans. And almost every one of those bands said, we were actually inspired by Bad Company, Deep Purple, Sabbath, and they went back to their roots. Probably because the album sales declined, and they said, fuck it, we got one more on the deal, let's play something we enjoy. That's fair, that's fair, but I just know that I saw on all my friends on Facebook were posting that they were on their way to Def Leppard, Joan Jett, um, there was another one there. Nostalgia is a hell of a poison. Drug, poison. Oh, uh, we've talked about this at length on this show. This tour makes us visibly and physically angry. Oh, does it? Oh, uh, really? because there's no way in hell Motley Crue should be headlining anything other than the opening of a car dealership. <laughs> there's absolutely no reason they should be headlining a stadium in this day and age. Poison, from what we gather, is doing a good job because they're fairly simple music. So they're playing it well. They're all sober. Uh, they know jo- the lyrics. Joan Jett never stopped kicking ass. She should be headlining, not opening. I saw Joan Jett open for The Who in Mohegan Sun. And after Joan Jett... Tommy had just been released. Tommy was just... (laughs) He's done working at the docks. He's he's been released. He's good. He... But but Joan Jett comes out and she's got... You know, the open act always has bare minimum. It's because you're not there to show up the main act. And all I, could you imagine telling Joan Jett, who was headlining arenas when you were still playing clubs, that you can't use this part of the stage because Def Leppard has a giant no, disco no, ball? No, no, this is for the Who. I'm talking about this is okay, the Who. They it, can tell Def Leppard to go screw. What are they going to do? Well, uh, One arm fight him? What were they doing with the rest of the stage? <laughs> Pete Towns kitty porn no, stash? Is that what's over there? <laughs> yeah, there's a big corner for it. <laughs> It had uh, Roger Daltrey's uh, flowing rose and everything. But, but he, she I remember was, he's looking inside the cage going, Tommy, can you hear me? <laughs> wasn't that, that was Barbara Streisand, wasn't it? That was nice. I think so, yeah. That was no, good. he was the autistic boy in, in oh, pinball. Oh, he was deaf and blind and he played a mean pinball, didn't he? 
You tell me. You were there. Deaf, dumb, and blind. I was there. I was there. I opened for. I opened for him. You went to Roger Daltrey's bar mitzvah. Fucking kidding me. Right. But Joan Jett was phenomenal. That's all I'm saying. She's and, fantastic. And, and the Who was better, actually. But but I was thinking Joan Jett. I, I underestimated her completely. She could play. She was never big into the scene of the 80s. She was more of a 70s mentality. Yeah. Just, you know, sh- shut up and play. The Runaways. Yeah, and she had a Lita punk Ford. edge to her, too. I'm sorry. I keep cutting you off. I mean, I, no, I, no, 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 no. I saw Bonnie Raitt back in... March, April. My, it's my dad's favorite artist of all time. And for Christmas, my sister and I got him tickets. We went to Foxwoods to see it. And my sister said, I can't believe how good she sounds live. She's even better recording. And there's something to be said about that generation's music that came up in the 60s, really honed it in the 70s, and just continued on. They they were doing that before you could rely on the radio playing your songs, before people finding your records on Spotify and everything. You had to really make the impact in the clubs and in the and places before you could even get to arenas and get on the radio. And Joan Jett's the same way. She she had to really put it in and really get known through the clubs and everything like that and work her way up. And I think that's what's missing from music right now. I think there's there's a lack of really earning your stripes in a way. I think you could say the same for the generation we came from, though. Oh yeah, absolutely. a lot I mean, of bands, now it's, it's don't get me wrong. They've they've withstood the test of time. I mean, you look at a band like Pearl Jam. Who I'm not a fan of other than that first album, which was flawless. That was just a great rock album, period. And so they, they lasted. But for every Pearl Jam, there were nine other bands that resembled Pearl Jam in, in, in image only, not even in sound. And they automatically gave them record deals because everybody was getting in on this. Prior to that, it was the 80s. It was the same thing. What's that? You can tease your hair a little bit higher. You know three chords. Let's have it. You know, it's so music... Every generation's got their crap. Sophia, our daughter, just went to go see Harry Styles... Down in New York. I mean, you want to talk about a first concert experience. Nothing is going to live up to this for this kid. She's kind of ruined it for the rest of her life. She's going to go see a band in a club and just be like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, it's funny that you mentioned uh, Bonnie Raitt, though, because I heard Nahemi Judd was at that concert and then blew her fucking head off. Ooh. It was a good concert. I heard she was good. <laughs> I, w- I always thought it would have been Winona first because you know, she's got a mirror and her sister's hot and her mother's hot and Winona's there. Take a bigger gun. Her head's huge. Yeah, that's a twin barrel. That's a huge head. <laughs> it is required tremendous. Craig's AR-15. It's like Sputnik. It is. It's like... Not it's anymore, a, it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's like Rocky <laughs> Dennis's head way. from Mask. <laughs> Eric Stoltz, that like was the, amazing. It's like the Milky Way. <laughs> <laughs> you need Hubble to see all the places it went. <laughs> yeah, Rocky Dennis is a great... Um, Reference? Yes, thank you. <laughs> one, well, we, one we use often on this show. Again, seriously, fucking listen, would you? Uh, uh, we, 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 big Rocky's Den- nineteen. <laughs> big Rocky Dennis fans. Yes, big yes. Rocky Dennis fans. When the blind girl feels his head, and you need IMAX to see exactly how far <laughs> it had to go, <laughs> she reached the ear. <laughs> one of my favorite images on the internet was a picture. It was Rocky, and they took an old Rocky Balboa figure and slapped on a Rocky Dennis head. Oh. It's awesome because the box is longer. <laughs> I would have just moved that kid to Easter Island and gonna, been done with it. They're going to put it on the top shelf because the other shelves will crush it. Blubber <laughs> blank. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. So, guys, I'm sorry you're missing this back up in the wilds, but uh, one of the things we like to do on this show is we have a t- uh, segment we call The Best One Was. And we never really 
get to it because we have so many different ideas and so many tangents that we go on. The idea of the segment is we each present our argument for the best one was. Like we did one the best guitar solo of all time. And we debated for a while, and then Craig ruined it when he talked about Bon Jovi's Wanted Dead or Alive as being one of the best guitar solos ever. And, and that's an embarrassment and a blight on music in general. But we ended up with Pink Floyd. Uh, I believe it was comfortably numb. Probably. And, and in terms of delivering an emotional response to the prior part of the song and how it paid off and led into the finale. And so what I thought would be fun, since they're all on fucking vacation without us, what is the best vacation we've ever been on? And then we're going to come to a determination of which one of us had the best vacation. <laughs> I, I just, you don't even need to talk. You guys go first because I'm going to, I win. Oh. I win. I, I, I guarantee it. You go first. It's a bold statement. It's All right. Bold. I'm being bold. All right. So my dad. I'll just drink my V8 while I listen to this. You do that. You're going to need energy. <laughs> when I'm, my dad gave me a, a ticket to the Bahamas and, and a, you know, a pass for unlimited blowjobs. <laughs> go. I still got a beat. Happen. I still got a beat. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were doing real vacations. Ah, oh, fuck. All right. Uh, my dad had a uh, business trip that they had a company meeting on a cruise ship. So he decided he was going to fly us out to San Francisco, work our way down the coast to Los Angeles, where we would have then boarded the ship. So it was a two-week vacation, one week hugging the coast of California, which I had never seen. Now I've seen it a lot, and fuck it. It sucks. <laughs> but at the time, I was like, yay, I'm on the other side. The ocean's on the left. <laughs> and life was good. Uh, and then it would end with a cruise, right? So we started in San Francisco, which was awesome. Great town. I went to Carmel. where Did you see Clint? No, but he was the mayor at the time. Oh, yes. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, right next to Pebble Beach Golf. I almost tried to get in and play. Turns out they don't just let you walk off the street to do that. <laughs> they frown on that. They, they frown on me anyway. <laughs> but holy shit. Everyone but you, Brad. <laughs> I had like a fuck you t-shirt on They're like oh that's not up to code George plays there monthly I do I do It's because you don't drink <laughs> And you have cabs that won't quit <laughs> I knew George was here five minutes before his car pulled in the driveway Because his cabs rounded the corner Jesus Christ what do you put in there Steroids what do you think <laughs> But just in your cabs <laughs> Just in my cabs And the rest of you I, I, I do the tourniquet above and below them So it can't go anywhere It just stays right there Is tourniquet the right word by the way I think so. All right. Well, we'll I feel on. like you'd run a 40-yard dash. The rest of you would be dragging behind <laughs> your lower legs. <laughs> be dragging my your... Big, my big toe wins by a body. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, after the, the California, we walked all the way down. We, uh, we uh, walked, listen to us. Uh, we drove all the way down. We did US-1, saw the coast. Really pretty. A lot. Well, the, one of the greatest things I saw on this trip was that the high schools that we saw in all those 80s movies. They the open air ones. The open air where their lockers are outside and it never rains. It was amazing. They exist. I watch kids <laughs> at like 11 in the morning crossing the street to go surfing in Santa Cruz. It was incredible. I'm like, this is living. I get it now. I get it. This looked like E.T.'s neighborhood, you know? The extra testicle? Yes. Well, you're just going to do this all night, aren't you? <laughs> well, well, yeah, maybe. Interrupting with George Noonan? <laughs> <laughs> Then we got to L.A., and I saw a struggling actor, a guy named Ari Gross, reciting lines in a diner. Is that right? Yeah. I saw him there, and I kind of gave him a nod, like, I know who you are. He played, I th he wasn't in Back in, to School, he, but he was in a million other movies. He was always the friend. He never was elite, but it turns out he's got, like, a second life in his career. Showing up and playing, like, psychiatrists and shit on, like, the shows we like. He's been on Law & Order probably 12 times. He looks like a pedophile, so he's definitely a natural. But he, he was just sitting there talking to himself, and I'm like, oh, fucking L.A. is disgusting. 
I realize he's reciting lines. <laughs> we had an audition like that afternoon. And he looked like the starving actor, homeless type. It was awesome because I'm like, I have more money than you. <laughs> <laughs> they more people recognize you, but I'm picking up your bill, fucker. There's that loser. <laughs> and then we went on a cruise, which was incredible. Because at one point I met a girl on there who I'm still friends with today. And at one point she goes, she, there were two tremendous women sitting in beach chairs just looking out over the water. And, I, and she goes, what do you think they're looking at? And I'm like, they're whale watching. And slowly we just kind of laughed. And I'm like, I like you. You're good people. We should do a podcast. And that was the end of it. So, you? I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't go on a lot of vacations as a kid. My family didn't travel much. We didn't have much to do. But I know that when I was in my 20s, I went out to visit a, visit a friend in Michigan. He lived in Grand Rapids, and I would called him. Do you ever see those shows on, like, Discovery Channel, like, the best roller coasters in North America? Yeah, and everything? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I saw this one, <clears> and I was like, this looks, this amusement park looks amazing. So I back when you called people we were talking on the phone i'm like how far are you from cedar point park and he's like mm, about an hour i'm like when i come out he goes you want to go i was like yes i do want to go so i flew from new york city to grand rapids michigan and i got there that night and we hung out we got out and got a couple of beers and the next morning we got up at like seven and drove to ohio to go to cedar point park we're on the first roller coaster we're like this is great we're getting off the ride and they play music in like the exit area of the roller coasters we're getting off the ride and we're walking down and we're going to go somewhere else. And my friend goes, there's someone calling your name. I'm like, I don't know a single soul in Ohio. <laughs> I'm like, nobody's calling my name. He's like, no, he's right. He's calling. He's waving to you saying Melissa. And I look over and it's one of my friends from college that I hadn't seen in five years in Ohio. So I get down. And I'm like, what are you doing here? He's like, we're driving cross country. This is our first stop. What are you doing here? I said, I flew to Grand Rapids last night. We stopped here first. I'm being human trafficked. Basically, <laughs> my very generous host. So we went on. It, it was super overcast that morning, so nobody Help. came out. Nobody was at Grand. Uh, nobody was in Cedar Point. Rode everything two, three times. It was fantastic. And then we left there, and we drove to Chicago. Saw the Blue Man Group. We did all this stuff, all in like three days, because I couldn't get much time off of work. And it was really, it was one of those vacations. Nobody argues. Nobody gets into a fight. You super easy. You go everywhere. You do whatever you want to do, and you have plans, and nothing really gets in the way and it was just it was super easy ironically i love chicago that weekend now i hate chicago after last weekend but it was fun it was one of those ones you just you look back and you're like that was just flawless no arguing no drama did everything we set out to do and just had a lot of fun maybe you don't go to boring bud con next year it was boring <laughs> to vegas next you know time. i realized i left out a huge chunk of my vacation the funniest parts because of the startling lack of laughter to my previous segment so i i, I <laughs> I <laughs> do want to mention when I got to Mexico. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. I thought you were going to do that part, the Mexico. I got down to Mexico. I should say this. I, I, I was really thrown. I didn't want to interrupt you, Brad. Oh. <laughs> I'm not used to that <laughs> at all. That's what startled you. <laughs> I, I'm still talking about a dream I had a month ago, and I haven't finished it yet. But uh, when we got down to Mexico, one of the things my dad did, I was 16 at the time, and he's like, I want you to start feeling more adult. So he gave me a bunch of cash. And he said, I'm going to give you a day in Mexico all by yourself. Today, you don't do that. But we were in Cabo San Lucas. You figured it was touristy, right? So I'm walking around on the beach, just kind of minding my own business. Guy comes up to me. I'm wearing Reeboks. And he offers me his entire suitcase full of shit jewelry in exchange for his Reeboks. And he offered me his flip-flops, too. And I nearly took him up on it because what a story. I walk back on the ship with a briefcase 
<laughs> loaded with bootleg silver. It would have been like Greg Brady with the, the thing in Hawaii. Oh, the tiki. The tiki. Yes, yes. yes. You would have been cursed forever. I would have been cursed by what? The shit Some jewelry? Yes. Is. This stuff looks like it came out of vending machines. That's why you would have been cursed by it. It was so bad. But I realized everybody down there is so fucking poor. Another thing I did was I wanted to go parasailing. And there was millions of boats all taking tourists gullible fucking tour it looked like the lines were going to intertwine and we were all just going <laughs> to spiral down into the ocean together and i'm there and i'm and the guy's like how high do you want to go i'm like well how high should i go and he goes oh we got a live one here basically sounds like your story most how high do you want to go basically yeah yeah Sorry. but i didn't sleep through it yeah <laughs> next thing you know i'm looking at the tops of fucking parachutes i'm way above everybody too high little too high. <laughs> then I looked into my left, because I asked the guy on the beach, I'm like, what should I do when I'm up there? He goes, I don't care, jerk off. Do what you want to do. <laughs> Stay for the ocean. Yeah, he said that. Yeah. <laughs> not my kids. Not all my kids. Um, and Sunscreen. Then, and he goes, this is how you do it. Ew. <laughs> nice. Nice. Sorry, sorry. Nice. <laughs> I need you to swear before the night's out. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> really? <laughs> Our nine-year-old said more than that. I did. I was trying he can to never get- say it again, though. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Neither can you. <laughs> but I was up there, and it, like, there's these little controls in the parachute. You can kind of go right, left, and it helps you when you're coming down. And I looked to my left, and I realized those stitches in there were the different color than the rest of the fabric of like what was holding me in, the harness. And I realized they had been stitched like as recently as that morning. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to die. This is it. This is how I'm going to die. Because you could also see sharks in the water. The water's incredibly oh. clear, and you can see them schooling down there. I had another incident with sharks I don't need to get into. But I finally get on the beach, and he's like, pull, pull. And I'm like, this is what I asked you before, motherfucker, but you wanted to make the jerk-off joke. So I finally, and I barrel roll onto the beach like I was about to storm Normandy. Stop, drop, and roll. It was so horrendous. So I get back to the boat, and my dad's like, how'd you spend your day? I also got drunk for the first time ever. Before or after? No, before. <laughs> you, you, you I would have never gone up there alone otherwise. Oh, okay. But I got drunk because they had this place called Senior Frogs. Well, what are you going to do? Well, the guy walked around with a... Um, like shot glasses in, across his chest like bullets <laughs> like a Mexican bandito and he gave me two shots of tequila grabbed my head shook it left shook it right shook it left and then left me there and I'm underage did by you put eight. your left hand in and then did you take your left hand out okay ju- seriously George your car's right the fuck there <laughs> son of a bitch you're doing the hokey pokey with this guy you're motorboating him first of all he motorboated me well, he made me motorboat tomato him. semantics he really was, you know typical like Mexican basketball player four foot nine, three 350 pounds <laughs> I've never seen a Mexican basketball player, so I don't know. That's why. <laughs> the dunk contest involves a churro. <laughs> so that was it. But now, since you've built it up, I sit back. Let's hear about the greatest vacation ever. Well, and if his- it involves the words Dave, Matthews, or Band, you can go die. <laughs> I, hope, I hope that made a noise. It did. Um, it does not... No, none of those things. And it's very simple. I'll give you, the, the way I got there is more interesting than what actually happened. Um, I can drive a standard, and nobody really could back where I was working. I worked at I mean, it's a video store in Stoneham. Uh, it's where I grew up. And the manager, had a, she has a standard as well. All her cars are standard. And she needs to go get them, one of them, fixed. Nobody can drive a standard but me that she knows. So I, she calls me as my day off, and she says, will you go with me? I'll buy you lunch, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, of course, whatever. So we go. We, we each drive a car, 
we drop it off. I get in her Jeep. We're driving around. The owners of the video store are getting married in Barbados that weekend. And one of the, all the managers are going. I wasn't a manager at the time. Um, so one of the managers calls while I'm in the car with her and says, hey, yeah, I can't go to Barbados. And, and, I, and it's this weekend. So I'm, I'm sitting, I make it, she, she's off the phone. She's like, what the hell? I go, listen, relax. I'll go to Barbados. You know, one of those. And, and she's like, do you, do you think you can go? Really? I'm like, um, yeah, you're the general manager. I'm pretty sure you can pull a string or two. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely, I can go. So we get the ticket and we fly to Barbados and we get there and we're, we arrive in the early afternoon. So we get back, we put all the stuff away, we go off to this pizza place we saw. and You went to Barbados and ate pizza. Well, it was close and we were just hungry and tired because it was a long flight. It, this isn't your typical Chicago to Ohio or wherever you would, whatever you, you did. You went to an island and ate pizza. Well, yeah. What was, what was I supposed to do? Eat, put on a tiki and run around like Greg Brady? Yes. As, well, maybe I do. You don't let me finish. I'd like to see you do that now. What? What? To the tiki? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd like to see you running around my driveway, like however you interpret Greg Brady to run. I, I don't remember ever seeing him run. Was well, so it was not spry? Even was, when he was Johnny Bravo. Johnny <laughs> Bravo. Johnny Bravo. Nice, nice. But but but. So we were ordering a pizza. It's close too. It was very close to the place. We didn't go there for the pizza, but. Um, and you were the only ones there. And Barbados, Bayesians, they're called, have their own clock, apparently. You order it, it, it just gets there when it gets there. We're the only ones there. They're just taking their suite, which is great. That's the island life. But other people come in, and we notice they have Boston accents. And thought nothing of it. We left them alone. Um, I was heavy into working out at the time, so I, my, I wasn't going to do any weights or anything, but the next day I got up. Was, was it calf day? It was this calf. explains the calves. <laughs> it was just leg day, so it was only four hours. It was good. Um, so I'm going to go run the beach because we're right on the beach. Why wouldn't I? It was the, um, in Barbados, the East Coast is the Atlantic. The West Coast is the Caribbean, and we're on the East Coast. So I'm running the, the beach, the Atlantic, and um, I get back. I'm done. I just I want to go early because it's a million degrees in Barbados. And I'm walking up, and this woman, she's getting something out of her car. I'm like, hey, I, I remember you from last night. You were at the pizza place that Melissa told me not to go to when I go to Barbados. She's yes. like, yeah, I was there. I was there. <laughs> and she, that boring weed chick. Yeah, the weed chick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I bought some off her, but still, it was, I wasn't. I was, the I was, entire fucking flight, she put me to sleep. I told her she shut up. I'd buy whatever she had. It worked out well. Um, so she says, hey, listen, we get these models. I do. We're doing this this uh, fall catalog for a makeup place, J. Crew. Walking down the beach and watch. I'm like, sure, why not? Sure, absolutely. So I get down there, and all the models are are putting. They have the sweaters on. It's a fall catalog, so they have the sweaters, sweatshirts, whatever. In between, they're in Barbados. So what do models do in Barbados? But sunbathe naked and yep. scissor and scissor. That's right. See, that was the best part. You ruined it. You blew it. I don't know if that's accurate. Uh, from what I hear from the Barbados podcasts that I follow, okay. yes, Rihanna's, Rihanna's a very... It, it's literally mu- like <laughs> long sweaters and scissoring. And scissoring. Yeah. Umbrella used to be called scissor, but it didn't fit the... the <laughs> <laughs> so they had to change it. It was actually called scissor, scissor, scissor. And so basically, I spent the day with naked models. And although 
I didn't get to scissor anybody. It was still <laughs> very, very fun. I take that back. I'd pay to watch that. that fuck, <laughs> fuck the Greg Brady thing. <laughs> I, I'd like to watch you sitting there fucking... But you know what the, you know what the best part was, though? I, they, they were all, I'll be honest with you. They were all douchebags. They really were. They were so stuck up. But there was one girl who was really awesome. And I saw her in a, in a, a print ad. It was either... Dasani or Aquafina, whatever I figure which one it was, and I I'd never really got that deep into the story. It was basically yeah, model chick naked, great. And I saw one, I saw her. I was like, hey, I was telling my friends, hey, this is the girl I met in Barbados. They're like, no. Did you ever watch Fraser? Fraser? Did you ever see the episode where I watched s- Cheers? Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was weird. But no, this is, there's a, there's a whole thing where Celia Ward's like this model, and he swears that he he's dating a model, and nobody believes him. And she's just always like she always disappears like when everybody oh. shows up and everything. <laughs> she snuffle up like she was just yeah exactly. That show is uh, I've said it for years. It's Three's Company with a big vocabulary. That, yeah. That's all that show that's is. All it is. It's all misunderstandings based on things they overhear or perceive. Oh, that's funny. It's a fucking joke. That it was. It's the smartest show on television. Why? Because they had a thesaurus. <laughs> Fuck off. Absolutely. It wasn't worth. in the beginning. It wasn't. It was more about the family and. Anyway, but yeah, but I it was show. literally that apartment was set up to walk into a room just as somebody finishes a sentence awkwardly. <laughs> That's true. That's it. That was it. Cue the entrance. Exactly. It, it really kind of <laughs> pathetic if you think about it. And yet we watch because Three's Company was an awesome show. Sure. But don't don't act like they, they weren't like one furly away <laughs> from, from being a fucking seventies sitcom. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. That's still on. It's on TV Land or something like that, or IFC. Three's Company or Frasier? It'll never die. It was literally Jack and Larry being rapey. Yeah. It's aged very (laughs) well. It's very well. Let's go down to the Regal Beagle. There was a Regal Beagle in there where I lived in in Somerville. Okay, let me quiz you. Yes. You're a pop culture guy like I am. I don't know Three's Company that well, though. I'll see if if you got it. What was the name of the restaurant where Jack took every first date? Oh, man. There was one. Because apparently Santa Monica only has one bar. In one restaurant, <laughs> and they know him everywhere. Everywhere, of course. Jack. But I, I, all his first dates to one one restaurant. Do you know? I don't know the answer. It is the Blue Grotto. <clears throat> the Blue Grotto. Yes, but I then, remember. when he opened the restaurant, it was a weird Italian person's name, wasn't it? No, when he started his restaurant, he Jack's was, Bistro. Wasn't no, it? no, that's when he owned it. Oh, but he was the head chef at. It's not Andino's. That's in Providence. But um, <laughs> it was similar, though. It was Bandino's. Angelino's. Angelino's. Yep. And he, so he was the head chef, and Angelino just showed up at his apartment because that's what bosses do. They show up at your home constantly. Always. Yeah. Yes. And you invite them over for dinner to, to impress them. Sometimes they take you to Barbados. That's true. Did you sleep with her? <laughs> Technically, no. No, I'm just kidding. No. Oh, man. That would have been a great capital. <laughs> like, I need to explore the technically. That's, <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. I was, I was looking for a reaction. I'm just imagining George walking on the beach all day at full mast, and then finally <laughs> his boss is like, What happens in Barbados? <laughs> I guess you win uh, because I nearly died in Mexico and nearly gave up my yours shoes. Was, for a, yours was 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 better than mine. I had, but I had to amend it, so that's not good. <laughs> and you went to a theme park and knew somebody. And then I went to the Blue Man Group. It was I didn't go on vacations as a kid. Never had the money. Awesome. Uh, we're not going to come to a consensus here because there's no consensus. George wins. I, no, I say red, I say red wins. I say red. No, no, no way. You saw naked, naked models. models. Naked models win. Naked models trumps 
parachuting and, and jerking off into the ocean? I would love it if one of your calves made it into one of the photo shoots. <laughs> and they said, they said while you're paying attention to your breasts, <laughs> calf cancer will kill you. Calf cancer. <laughs> hey, want to hear a funny story? I used to do this all the time. We, you know the cable boxes back in the day? They were the, the, the rectangular ones and the, you know, the red digits. I would always put, because I was a bass, I was the oldest brother. So I would put the TV guide over the cable box so the flap was hanging down so you couldn't change the channel. Yeah. And I would tell my brother, my sister was too old to fall for it, that since it's not working on the box, it's giving you cancer. So I would run around chasing him going, Can-. and, and this is the best part about it. I had a song. It was cancer, 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 cancer. Every time I hit the button, I would say cancer as if it like doubled in power. And he, we would run around the house. I'd be chasing him just going, cancer, 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 cancer. And he- so that's pretty awesome. But what bothers me about this story, yeah. once Melissa's done moving, <laughs> shoveling Take the ice. on the top. <laughs> <laughs> but what blows me away is that you're going cancer, cancer, cancer. In your brain, that's a song. That's a song. Well, that's it. the amount I of said, inflection you bring to the no, show. No, but I was doing it really cool. I was going, cancer, you're getting cancer. It was pretty cool. That's better. That's better. That's way better. You're like, cancer, 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 cancer. cancer. Like it's fucking speed punk. It, it really it? was. It really was. Because I was running, too, as fast. It was. You know, we're learning more about you every day. You have family. I, <laughs> if there was ever a family guy. of one, please. If there was ever a family that either screamed only child it's you <laughs> no i was so awesome he's like you know what we need more of you don't be the last child that's what they you know what you are awful never again that, Listen, that's we fucked up so bad let's not do that again that's exactly right but i was so <laughs> awesome like how this is what are these chumps talking about birthing's easy let's have another one with your head yeah. <laughs> with my squash yeah <laughs> your poor mother <laughs> i'm you, not going to talk about your mom i don't know your mom but I'm she sh- listens every every week do your show yeah oh because you don't swear don't let her listen to this one. <laughs> She's listened to you. She likes you. Me? Oh, to my episode of your show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. I thought you meant our oh, show. Oh, I tell her stay away from your show. Yeah, do it, do it. <laughs> like cancer, 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 cancer. Yeah. <laughs> Are you um, one of any? I am middle of three. Okay. My older brother, younger sister. Older brother's been on this show, which, again, you would have known. And then uh, the my, young, show. my younger sister uh, will not be on this show. But she has checked it out. I've name dropped her a few times. They all know we do it. And my mom is like, are you still doing that podcast thing? And I'm like, you will not listen. <laughs> I've sent her to other podcasts. I think she thinks my, na- my stage name is Joe Rogan. <laughs> People love you, Brad. <laughs> Joel Osteen. <laughs> That's what I'm going by. <laughs> what about you, Melissa? Are you, are you one of? I'm the oldest of... Too and but my uh, parents raised my aunt from twelve on, and she was only thirteen or fourteen when I was born. So it's it's I'm almost a middle, for all intents and purposes. You're the Jan Brady, kind of yeah. Keep it in the keep it in the Brady system here. <laughs> we went from Greg to Jan, you're, you're, and you're Oliver. You even look like him. I'm Oliver. You do. I'm Oliver. <laughs> oh, we found wow. him. We are, found him. Are you admitting that I have eyebrows now, Brad? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> no, because he had that fucking bowl cut that covered it anyway. <laughs> I used to have a bowl cut. He I looked mean? like the tip of a penis. What was it about the seventies? <laughs> That every every mother's like, oh, that's the look we're going. With. Yeah, the kid know. from Eight is enough. Oh, Adam uh, Rich. Adam Richmond. Oh, Richmond, not Rich. Adam Rich. Yeah, right. Adam Richmond was the dude who ate too much. Man versus food. Yeah. <laughs> Big difference. And his head did not look like a penis. No. But he couldn't see his penis because he ate too much. Fun and fact, then he went vegan. Then he went vegan and ate. But he, then he found out Oreos are vegan. He's still a fat fuck. <laughs> <Oreos>. They are. <laughs> that is true. Have you been a vegan your whole life? No, I'm no. not even a vegan. I'm a vegetarian. But um, but it's so uh, exciting. It's another weak. exciting plane conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Where did we eat for dinner tonight? 
We ate at a vegan restaurant, and I, I will admit the the burger was excellent. Which uh, restaurant? We went to a place down here called Basil and Bunny. Free plug. Not paying. Basil us. and Bunny. <laughs> Basil and Bunny. But let me tell you, they made they make those Impossible Burgers, which taste like burgers. They're yeah. good. They, they jammed this thing up. It was one of the better burgers I've had in recent memory. Really? Damn, damn good yeah. meal. I walked out very impressed. Wow. Really good. But yes, you know, Melissa is vegetarian. She makes weed boy. I think you're the gateway <laughs> drug. That's why weed's a gateway drug, because you, you make people look for better highs. <laughs> I'm not easy now to travel try with. Now the tofu. <laughs> Chicago was not kind to my diet there. Then what, what, what's with the uh, Chicago bias here? I just did not have a good time. Because of what? Did you ride the L train? No, we didn't even go into Chicago proper. We were in Rosemont. Oh, that's right at the end of the L train, isn't it? I don't know. We were told not to get on. We were told not to get on the train because people are getting stabbed. They are. They're, They're getting stabbed everywhere. As you, by the since we recorded this episode, thirteen people have been murdered in broad daylight. Hold on. Yeah, he's right. He's right. He's right. <laughs> and Roberta's about to go down. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you do? Did you just... Hotel to convention center. We did walk around a little bit. We went to a, um, we went to, um, a couple stores. We tried to go to the Caddyshack restaurant. Hey. Um, no, that no. Bill Murray has. It's right there. Like, we walked... Uh, I should be going to the Caddyshack. You know my last name. Yes, that's true. <laughs> but there were no uh, reservations. You couldn't get in until September 6th. And we were there last weekend. I'm Yikes. like, I'm not going. Um, but no, we walked around a little bit. There was Is nothing to do there. Is he breaking bad right now? What's going on over there? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm filling my vape with happy juice. Happy <laughs> juice. <laughs> but no, it's, it's, Chicago is not a good place. The Midwest is not a good place for a vegetarian. We were surrounded by restaurants all over. I'd say seven of 11 of them were steakhouses. Did you go to Lube Malinato's? Did I say that right? No, but to Harry Carey's though. Hey, yep. check out the kid in the sombrero. It's basically how everybody was. Nice. Can nice. you do the rest of the episode as Harry Carey? <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, how's your impossible burger? They didn't have them there. It was bad. It's impossible to find vegan food. That's what it is. I would have had to go to Chicago proper probably to get a better selection. Uh, and a lot of pasta. <laughs> what did she eat? Da beets. Da beets. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Da bears. Uh, there's a skull in front of you. There is. And we've got special Melissa written topics. Last time oh. we did the skull, uh, Rayanne wrote them all. Because we did a Would You Rather. And uh, that, <laughs> that, that led to some stuff. Let me yeah, tell I bet. you. I bet. Uh, if you like Lizzo, you won't. <laughs> oh, okay. Because Dave likes Lizzo in stereo, one in each ear. E. And I'll leave it at that. Oof. And shit-coated the boot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's going to be a story for later. <laughs> um, but George, as our guest, please. All right. Open the top of the skull. And pick a topic. <laughs> if you see one with colors on it, that's for last. Okay. Am I opening because it? Because it's not good. It? Am I handing it? Am no, I... no, you're reading Open it. it. If you can read it. It's my handwriting, so it's awful. No, we all talk about this topic? Or... Yeah. All right. Again, listen to the fucking show. Can you read it? It's my question. It's my handwriting. Melissa might have to narrate. Favorite one line from a song and why? Or... No, movie. Movie if you can't think of anything. It has to be one line. What, your favorite line from either a movie or a song. Let's pull, keep it to songs. We, we're it, music people here. Pull, right. pull it out of the song and it doesn't have to have context. What's your favorite line from a song? Skulls backwards, Surgeon. It is, right? Yes. There you surgeon. Go. Did you say Surgeon? I did. That's awesome. I did. That's funny. Uh, George, you got one? Or? Um, 
because I've got one that right, I you, want you, tattooed on my ass, <laughs> and my ass is big I'm enough. I'm assuming to it's not already. It, 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 well, no, <laughs> not I'm try, yet. I'm trying to find a creative way to put an O in there. <laughs> I wish there was, was a way. George Carlin had the best line ever. You tattoo M on each cheek, and it says "Mom." Yes. And then when, when you're laying on your back, it says "Wow." <laughs> <laughs> did you see his documentary on HBO? Max? It was incredible. Yes, yes, it, it was, was incredible. Did you watch it? Well, we did. Oh, we watched, I, yeah. I we both watched it. Yeah, it yeah. was amazing. Amazing. We might have talked about that at the party, actually. Possibly. I was drinking too much. I don't remember. We, we might have. <laughs> we we might have. What was your heart rate? <laughs> A lot. Meth. Meth. V8 to the nth degree. What's sparkling? Your blood count? <laughs> uh, mine, uh, Black Sabbath again, but... With so, Ozzy? Sorry, sorry. No, with Dio. Okay. My favorite Sabbath album is uh, Heaven and Hell. Heaven and Hell, the song, is my favorite metal song of all time, mm. if not my favorite song ever. And uh, the line is, the world is full of kings and queens who blind your eyes and steal your dreams. It's a good one. Next, on a special Needless to Say. <laughs> oh, this, this episode's been very special. <laughs> <laughs> At least we're finally hitting gear. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, L- I guess. A little limp I out guess, of the Melissa, gate. Thanks, like, like Ethan started off with such ferocity. <laughs> There's nowhere to go but down after that, though. He set the bar really, You know really, that kid's really running high. around upstairs right now going, fuck, 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 he fuck, is. fuck. And he's putting those little gummy bears all over Melissa's bed like she told him not to. Yep. I'm pretty sure he's <laughs> like, I wish George would swear that fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> What a broad that guy is, huh? <laughs> Damn. So go ahead, come on. Bless you, your topic. Why don't you go? You scumbag, you maggot, you cheap, lousy faggot. Happy Christmas, you're ours. I thank God it's our last. That was John Denver, wasn't it? That was the Pogues. He's, yeah, you sang that with Kermit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy being green. Him in the rainbow erection. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's from a, a, a what do you fairy, fairy tale of New York. Fairy tale of New York. Our favorite Christmas song. Of all time. They they throw around the word faggot like it's nothing because they're Irish. Yes. They mean something different. No, they just don't fucking care. But but there is a place where fags are like cigarettes. Well, that's that's the UK. It is the UK. But when you call somebody a faggot, no, it means exactly that. (laughs) Um, They're just using it throwaway because to them it's almost a term of endearment. We hung out with enough Irish people in New York. I know what terms of endearment are. It's all about (laughs) intent. Yeah. They use the word cunt like it's going out of style. Yep. Yeah. But they I, say it cool. They say cunt. You're cunt. Where, cunt. Where, where do they go cunt? cunt. Uh, Conor Gregor does. Uh, you cunt. Oh, that was different than what you said yeah, originally. It was. It was. It I was. Said, you sound like I was you going were, for effect. It was like Zimbabwe when you did it. Zimbabwe cunt. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, great Christmas song, Fanny. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies to both gay listeners. I don't, I don't know if I have a favorite song lyric. Oh, it can be a movie if you want. Something you love shouting out when it's on the radio just because you love... It doesn't have to have a reason for it being your favorite, but you just love saying it. What would you say? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something. Uh, gee, I don't know because there's so many good lyrics. I, I just... I don't know. But if I, if I, I do have a story we, my friend and I Adam who, um, I don't know if I ever mentioned Adam before to you welcome to our first episode of the essay skull <laughs> <laughs> George is finishing his SAT so oh you know what you're right you're right it's one line I'm giving you a story okay the one line if there's a story leading up to the line I'm good with it it's not a specific line though see I'm not prepared what, 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 <laughs> kind of the point you fucking schlep alright alright all right, all right, all right, come all right. on you got something um, there's got to be a line of a song, even if it's Dave Matthews. I'll, yeah, I'll concede that you would even rewind the song <laughs> to be like, "I need to sing that." But I'm a dude. I don't do that. Some dudes do that. 
I'll do it for the line I just mentioned. All right, that's fair. Because there's such a good buildup to it. Yeah. All right, my favorite line in the whole world is is this. It's not even. It's not part of the song though. It's it's a Barry White song. It's called "Let the Music Play," and you. It's not the radio version. There's a long version. It's it's a lead up. He's walking the streets. Yeah. Before he gets, you've heard it. Okay. Well, they they there was that whole era mm. did the whole like lead up talking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, I, but the the radio version doesn't have that. Right. They just, but this one when he, he's he's Barry White, yeah. and he's like. Uh, you know, one, one ticket, please. And he's like, oh, hey, man, hey, man, she, she home, she home. He's having this conversation with this guy trying to tell you why he's going to the discotheque, where, where everybody is. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Yeah. What the- <laughs> I'm serious. This I is funny. I can't. You're the whitest man alive. <laughs> you're you're almost transparent. I'm actually seeing the wall behind you. <laughs> <laughs> And you're sitting here talking about Barry White B-sides, deep cuts. <laughs> no, that's not a deep cut. That's one of the greatest hits. He goes, um... <laughs> There's nine minutes of him walking up the street to the oh, discotheque. she home, she home. <laughs> yeah, the disco, that's what he said. He goes, go to the discotheque. And, um... <laughs> he goes, oh, I just, I just gotta dance. Which no guy has ever said in their life. Except... Barry White. And Tony Manero. Tony Manero. Hey, oh, and that's Adam a, Goldberg in, um... What is it? The Goldbergs. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> well? No, it's, um, oh, crap. The All right, all right, all right. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, Days and Confused. Yeah, thank you. When he's in the back seat, everybody's like, well, what do you want to do when you graduate? Now that nobody can figure out. And he's like, I want to dance. <laughs> it's my favorite. That's one of my favorite lines in the movie. So my, my favorite song line is your favorite mu- movie line. There you go. <laughs> That's too fucking funny. I want to dance. <laughs> we got from fucking Barry White. <laughs> To John Travolta. But the conversation is Matthew the best. McConaughey. <laughs> all saying, I want to dance. All while watching the Goldbergs. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> Outstanding. The, the buildup is phenomenal. There's no winner or loser, but I win. <laughs> uh, Melissa, you're up. Oh, I'm up. Pick a topic. Poor favor. Poor favor. I hope you can read your writing. I know, right? It's, it's crapshoot. <laughs> it's not even illegible. It's just I just. I feel like no, every time terrible. she writes me a note, she's like, "Love you," and I feel like I have to like put in a prescription. <laughs> it's bad. Um, what is a habit that you have that you cannot change, even though you know it annoys everybody? My existence. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Introspective. Uh, this is awesome. I think I want to cry now. This got deep. I, I, I'm so thrown off by your response. I need to read the question again. You're not going to be able to read it. It's bad. Uh, what is a habit you have that you cannot change that you know for a fact annoys everyone around you? You just, well, did, you just did mine. Biting nails. Yeah. I can't stop biting my nails. You know, it's I bad. didn't realize she did this until recently. Is that right? And I, we've been together 20 years. Yeah. I didn't maybe, maybe realize it's until you. Maybe it's you, Brad. <laughs> I have no doubt. It's funny. This is a question that should have been in the skull for the other guys because they all said Brad's always negative. <laughs> but here's the annoying thing about that. Since they're not here, let me clear the air. <laughs> when it comes to things about the show, they're always like, hey, what do you guys want to try this? You guys want to try? I'm the first one in line to always say yes. And, they, and I will say, that's a great idea. Let's try it. We're not going to know until we try it. I'm pragmatic. That's the difference. You know, you were like, well, Brad, you do outlines for the show. I'm a lot more freeform, and I don't know if I, I don't know how you do that. Everybody thinks I'm like this anal retentive. Dave's the anal one. He's practically rectal. Okay, he <laughs> just, killed him. He he likes <laughs> he likes what he likes, and he likes it done a certain way. And and that's awesome. That's Dave. And I think that's what a key part of what makes Dave Dave. Me, 
I just don't like getting my hopes up for fear that it's not going to fail. I hate being disappointed. And these guys perceive it as negative. Now, obviously, it's all amplified for jokes when we do it on the show. But all three of them think I'm the downer when I'm actually the most supportive guy of trying new things to make this bigger than what it is. And so since they're not here to sit there and laugh at me and interrupt me, fuck you. I'm, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, what so did that's you, mine. What did, you, what did you want to... Oh, well, actually, before we get... Can we go back or should yeah, we yeah. finish? No, no, no go, go back. What? All right. The, all right. No, we're structured. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't want to forget Melissa. You're ruining everything. But I have a question. <laughs> Sorry. This is just a one-off anyway. Yeah, this ain't going to work. Fuck it. <laughs> hit this. We're not recording anyways. You forgot to hit the button. doesn't matter. <laughs> that, that has happened with them. <laughs> Typical Brad. Classic Brad. Yeah. Wait a now, what, let me ask you this, though. What did you want to implement that got poo-pooed, if you will? Honestly, over the years, we've come up with... It's not even new segments. But what's the most... The, the one that, that bothers you? That nothing. You, nothing bothers Nothing you. bothers me. Some, you know, it's a democracy, 25% each way. And if the majority who, says who no... Who breaks a tie if it's two to two? Honestly, we've never had one. <laughs> <laughs> Three against one. Most of us are usually in. Honestly, the biggest the recent debate was whether or not we should do Comic-Con because they put us in the, the dunk. I they, thought you wanted to. I thought you no, were we didn't want to be in the dunk. No, we no, but you already because because you didn't go last year. You were going to go. This we were, year. and we're going to go. But you're but, not happy. But I'm not happy with the placement. Oh, that's right. You're on the bottom floor. The yeah, arena. They, they got the us arena, in the arena. Yeah. So the foot traffic there isn't good. But I mean, don't get me wrong. When we go, I'm going to have a fucking blast. Yeah. You know, I don't care about that. But it's expensive. We take a net loss on this. We don't sell anything. You know, right. we're there just for exposure. Hopes and dreams. I'm not allowed to hope and dream anymore. <laughs> no, you sell them. Oh. That's why he has none. No, no, let the awkward science care. <laughs> All right, there we go. There we go. No, no, honestly, it hasn't, we've not, we, we haven't argued. Yeah. But every now and then we're like, well, why don't we try this? Why don't we try this? Let's t- tweak this to do this. And let's, and you know, every now and then we'll see like a little boost or a little, because I'm the one who looks at all the metrics when we're being, you know, right now we're getting downloaded weekly in the Ukraine. I have no idea who the fuck these people are, but it's every week. <laughs> We're doing something right. I love what we do. I love how we do it. I don't think you should go around and fix things that aren't broken. But I'm all for trying things. And, you know, so I really haven't poo-pooed anything. And I hate that I just said (laughs) poo-pooed. Poo-pooed. I didn't shit on anything. I really did. I'm open to anything. And, you know, the guys are like, well, maybe I don't do cartwheels. But at the end of the day, I'm not, I'm, I'm hardly as negative as I'm, but I've d- developed this reputation. Craig has this reputation of being illiterate. He's not. Okay. <laughs> well, wait, 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 wait. Craig, Craig, or different Craig? Well, I mean, I don't know how he spells it. <laughs> <laughs> we have a friend who has Craig in his phone and always had, has had Craig in his phone as Greg. 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 Oh, Greg. 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 Like Nettles. Wow, Greg but Nettles. Known, but he's nice. known him for 25 years, and it's he's still not a, not a row. Greg. He will write me and be like, hey, make sure you tell Greg. I'm like, as soon as I meet him, I will. <laughs> <laughs> he, no, he literally, he honestly thinks his name is Greg? Yeah. Does he listen to the show? Because no, we, Well, he has, but no. We've name-dropped him a lot. But <laughs> and him and his bar. But we, uh, yeah, he just thinks it's great. And Craig is like, all right, I don't care. He still buys me a beer every now and then. <laughs> I'll be Greg. <laughs> That's fine. I, I, when I worked, at, I mentioned the video store real quick, and it, I, I'm not going to 
this is just relatable. I let it flow, man. It, oh, I'm open flowing. to anything. It's <laughs> See, Brad's a, Brad's a go getter. He is. He is. He's a, he's willing to, to go off topic for. He's a flexible. He's I'm I'm a weird blob that assumes the shape of whatever <laughs> container I'm poured in, man. You're a schmoo. <laughs> human tofu. Remember that the human tofu. I'm like human tofu. Yeah. I absorb the flavor. I've used that on job interviews. It has <laughs> gotten me job offers, and that's why you needed a new one. Very good. Every year. Every year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already starting a new twelve month cycle. Nice. <laughs> nice. Just in time for school. I like it. I like it. When new I, school, what, new job. When I was at the video. I love spending one Christmas with every set of coworkers. We're going through a lot of backpacks and lunchboxes, one party. though. Yeah, well, that's, that's the thing. You got you to gotta upgrade them every year. <laughs> Honestly, like, if, you, if I actually had to change offices, this would be like a military family with the amount of. <laughs> so Pack it up. Don't even unpack. Just leave it. Yeah. Just, just, in a hotel. I really love what you've done with those boxes, Sophia. <laughs> So go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. It's just, it's a, it, <laughs> I just, I was, I would work at the video store. I worked the days by myself, and the minimum would come in every day. And you go, "Hey, Sully, how you doing?" And, and and it threw me off at first, and I went, "Oh, okay." And the next day he did it again, and I, and I forgot to correct him again. And then it just, but it, there comes a point where it's almost rude to correct him. Yep. And because then, but then like people would hang out with me while I was working, because you know TVs and movies, we wouldn't want to hang out there. And they noticed, they're like, why did he call you Sully? I'm like, well, let's see, he thinks that's my name. I don't know why. I just, I just didn't have the heart to correct him because, yeah. so every day it was, hey, Sully, hey, Sully. So I, I get the Greg thing, but I should have corrected him. I had a manager. But he wasn't my friend, though. He was a postman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had a manager once whose name was Jorge. Oh, mailman. He's a, he's a, what's redundant? He's a mailman. He's, he's redundant. I'm not going to say mailman. <laughs> You're an awful person. And I'm sorry I invited you. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Craig's still trying to get this joke. Male <laughs> man, Craig. Male man. Not caveman, Craig. Male man. Okay. <laughs> Melissa, what is... No, I was saying I worked with somebody's name was Jorge. J-O-R-G-E. Jorge. But I, we had a customer come in and say, is George here? And oh. Like, and I said, yes. And I must have said Jorge. He seven, is when ice shows up. <laughs> but I must have said Jorge probably eight times in our 10-minute conversation. She never once called him Jorge and insisted on calling him George every time. Is that all? Oh, oh, she's one of those. And I'm like, Jorge will be right out. <laughs> but George, when will so George right. be here? Exactly. No, she just completely... <laughs> he came out and she's like, George, we spoke on the phone. I'm like, that's Jorge. What's, what's Jorge's last name? Kiroga? Smith. Smith, Smith right. Than M. Jones. Moore? Yeah. Mendoza, I believe. Yeah, if he, call, if he calls himself Jorge, you, you got to call it's him. It's George Mendelssohn. <laughs> Mendelssohn. <laughs> Tell the story about Mendelssohn. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't talking to you, Brad. <laughs> Mendelssohn. <laughs> what about you? What? Did what's you answer it? already? I already answered. Well, I what's the question? The, the habit. Uh, biting nails. Biting my nails. Does it bother other people, though? Yeah, because I spit them everywhere. Ew. No, I'm kidding. No, it 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 bothers my See, wife. I would have had a different one for you. Not swearing and drinking. No, well, not drinking. <laughs> no, no, it pisses people off that I don't drink, though. That's that's fair. I think everybody wants you to to. They, they probably think you're trying not to reveal something because it's truth serum. The the not drinking doesn't bother me. Are you willing to go to bars and hang out with people when they go out to socialize? Oh yeah. That would be the only thing that would bother me because I know people that don't drink and won't go to bars. Oh yeah. Then no. you miss you miss out on hanging out with them. I could see that being annoying. But if you're willing to go and hang out in a bar and drink a soda, then that, that, I can't it, imagine you know that bothering me. Though, in real, in all honesty, what's annoying is that when I go out to drink and they're like, "Oh, I don't want to drink if you're not drinking." Oh no, I'm not. I'm like, what, I'll drink. What? Then don't drink because I'm not going to drink. For all right, it. but when you go to a restaurant, would you eat if somebody was sitting next to you not eating? 
I'd feel weird about that. Uh, but what if I wasn't eating? Yeah, well, it would depend on the situation. If if they if they were, <laughs> you on a first date? No, you go ahead. You, you, I ate the small salad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't go and drink nothing. You'll have sodas and like. Yeah, I'll drink. It's, uh, if somebody was not drinking at tea. all, that would be weird. But yeah, if you're gonna <laughs> have, have a, a beverage energy on tap. <laughs> I really prefer it from the tap. I feel- I'm going to need a keg of V8, please. Do you have those? Speaking of which, I bought eight of them. Fucking drink them. Yeah, I got to get one of those. You're going to bring them home with you. <laughs> well, I'm up. Hold on. I'll get one. Lest our kids get them yeah, by Yeah, I was going to say, the last thing this family needs is sparkling anything, much less energy. Ethan won't blink for a week. Oh, yeah. Look at that gold. Oh, could you push the lid down? Oh, I'm sorry. Can I get anything else? Do you want anything? It's, it's a shitty cooler that needs all the help I can get. Are you good? You're good? Oh, I'm good. I'll just edit this out. <laughs> are you going to or are you going to do what Craig does and say you're going to edit it out on the show That's what and I then do. not That's edit it out? That's what I do. Out? I always say that. Like when you, when you took a leak on my second blog. Well, on you did second. put in music, though. I did I put in music. I that appreciated was funny. that. That was funny because he – I don't know if you heard it um, – Oh, we listen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. So he, he he's around here. I guess he just goes. Oh, we'll take a leak, and then you guys edit it out. I'm no, just, we don't do that. We just go. Just go. Oh, <laughs> just someone. Just There's leaves. enough of us that we can still carry the conversation. You know, we, that's uh, true. There'll be 20 minutes before you hear me. You know, because there's enough of us talking that it doesn't need it. Honestly, having Matt come on has been amazing. Yeah, it really has. But when we all have thoughts, then it's chaos. Well, realistically, though, Craig only has a thought once an hour, so the odds are good. <laughs> All right, you're making good jokes, but this part's coming out, so let's... Why is it not coming out? <laughs> because it's it's too colloquial. It's Too what? Him. All right, anyway. Collo- colloquial? <laughs> All right, so biting nails joke. <laughs> so biting nails w- was your thing. Well, I don't know if that's... A, you've made a good point about the not drinking thing, because some people... And, you know, I, I was making a joke, but honestly, I think a lot of people would think, why are you so guarded? What is it that you don't want to share? What happened? What what demons? Well, do I get you have? that. I get and that. And you're just a normal dude who doesn't want to be impaired. We have a friend who's like. <laughs> Frankly, that. we're the broken ones because every Friday I'm like, let me spend who hurt hundreds you, of dollars to to sit here and feel bad about myself <laughs> and ruin the next morning and make shit taste bad. But I would. But I would drink if I wanted to. Like I could wake up in the year and say, you know what? I'm going to start drinking. I'm not against it. I just never had. Have you drink. had alcohol? No. Never, never once. Never had an interest in it. Nobody no. even snuck you a beer. Said, "Take, take a swig of this." No, you've never tasted. Here, it. No, take, I might have had. No, take I, a swig I, of I, this. I might have. I, I, I think I had a sip of beer growing up. I, I think I, I, I think I tasted um, beer, and I think I tried a little peppermint schnapps once. Oh, that's why you don't drink. But no, My no, 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 because no, you were questioning but, your sexuality. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. There's I'm, a lot going I'm, on there. I'm humping Ernie dolls, and it's just it was it was. <laughs> It was weird. My mother wrote weird. in my baby book that my favorite drink was beer. <laughs> I didn't really Your baby book? It was a yeah. fucking it was a prediction. <laughs> yeah. It was a baby book full of tarot cards. <laughs> I was like, Mom, you wrote it down. I'm like Now I gotta do it. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> I have to live up to this. <laughs> we just said V eight. <laughs> yeah, so grapefruit I, juice. <laughs> so I do I do think technically I've tasted I've tasted it, but I, I don't I, I never drank one to completion or whatever. I have spent, the, the older I get, and you know, I'm not going to get into the whole age thing, but the truth is the older I get, the more I'm like, why is it that I'm doing this again? Because a lot of, I used to go to bars all the time, but I would only drink at bars. We never had beer in the house. If we didn't go out to drink, it was a social thing. Then I got this garage, and then I got that cooler, and I said, you know what? I really like good beers, but I can't have too many of them and be social. So let's flip the story, only drink at home. 
And there were nights where I would sit here and I'll play music till five o'clock in the morning. Sun's coming up. We have a rooster next door. He's going off. And I'm like, this was fun. Oh, that's the cock he talks about. Yes. I'm sorry. Big yes. difference. Big difference. Big cock. <laughs> but <laughs> Thanks. But the thing is, like, I, now it's like, okay, I'm drinking, I'm having fun. Then I just realized about a month ago, and I told the guys on the show that I'm now drinking because I don't want to not stay up. Like, as long as I got a drink in my hand, then I'm up. It justifies you staying up. It justifies. It's like, this is part of your evening. If I put the beer down and I'm just listening to music, to me, it's like, okay, just go to bed. And it's not that I'm addicted to alcohol, but it's all part of the, the experience. And so I, I keep myself up stupid late when I shouldn't. And then on top of it, when you stay up really late, you don't know this. It amplifies how much the alcohol affects you. If you're tired, even if you only had three or four beers for the night, you feel like you drank 12 of them. Hmm. And these are high alcohol beers we're drinking. So you'll wake up the next morning with a restaurant quality hangover. <laughs> And it's really bad. And I'm like, I wake up. I'm like, why the fuck do I do this? My my kids know I'm irritable. Everybody knows what I've been doing all night. Her bedroom's right there. My daughter knows what I'm doing all night. She knows I'm running around here doing a, like a fucking impromptu lip sync concert <laughs> to whatever band we didn't want to remember from but, the 80s. But I'm the gay one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> True. <laughs> So, yeah, I, 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 it's weird that drinking's evolved a bit. It, to me, I was at a bar four nights a week. But do you know, is it because you have to finish what you start? Like, you can't leave a half a beer or, or a bad, well, what they never, called? bad I, Larry's? Is that what they're called? I've, I've dumped more beer than I care to mention. It's not a, it's, so I have that level of control. It's not about getting drunk, it's about this beer is part of my evening. You know, we do the same thing. We listen to the, the playback of the show before we release it, and Melissa and I go in the hot tub. And we'll sit in the hot tub and we'll listen to the show and we'll say, that needs to come out and this is good and that's good. This is what the name should be. We have yet to get in that hot tub and not drink alcohol. To me, my brain has just made that connection. So it's Tuesday night, Wednesday night. <laughs> we're drinking. And Melissa's like, well, we don't have to drink. I'm like, yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking Speak about, for yourself, Brad. She's like, just have some weed. <laughs> put you right to sleep how about I just talk about the weed that'll put you to sleep you'll be fine yeah, and then the kids wake up to two people underwater <laughs> and they go into the system <laughs> the system so what ha- do you do you have any thoughts on that what well, which I know <laughs> one, at least one of us is welcome back right no, spe- we're back specifically like what the, the go, getting into completion or not being able to drink without well I'm sure Brad appreciates when you get into completion yes but it usually helps the more I drink the less that happens (laughs) (laughs) what's that you got a tight hole and a wet noodle let's go (laughs) count me in does she have a sister (laughs) she need a cave to get me (laughs) she need a cave she need a cave cave. Um, sorry that was bad that was bad the whole now, do you also do that? Are you? I, I'll tap out before he will because I know. Drinking. Yes. Not sex. <laughs> I'm done. I'll tap. I'll tap out before he will because I. One of us has to be responsible. Somewhat aware in the morning, and I also get up and leave in the morning. Because he works from home, I get up and drive to Providence every day for work. Oh, so I, I tend like whereas we might finish listening to the episode at midnight, I'll have one more beer in the house before, like when we get out of the hot tub. He'll stay up for two more because he doesn't have to get up as early as me because he doesn't have a commute. So I think, I mean, I don't think That's that two I two flights of stairs with a broken hip, bitch. 
and now it's a, a ride to the bus stop. But um, no, I mean, I don't have that. I do have weird quirks where, like, I don't – if I finish the beer downstairs where we watch television in our family room in the basement – I feel like I have to have another one because I want the last thing I do before I go to bed to be the last sip I have. It's kind of weird. Like I'll hold that last sip until the very end, so it's, I finish my night with a sip of beer and I go to bed. So if I if if I was sleeping over and I was I was I saw you. <laughs> what do you mean if? If I, mean, I got pancakes when babe. I'm si- <laughs> when I'm sleeping over. When I wake up tomorrow morning and yeah. I see you and I, or or tonight before we go to bed, if I say something to you, you're gonna be like. The last thing I do will be take a sip of beer really? before I head upstairs. Yep. Wow. Okay. And it'll be the last drink. It won't like I, I'll open another beer just to do it but like i'll hold that last sip to the last thing i do before i go to bed wow, okay. i have weird ocd that's probably what my annoying habit is is my weird is that annoying though probably she's obsessed with me well <laughs> that's annoying no i'm super <laughs> I, I have weird quirks like i can't like i have certain routines that i have to maintain it's an ocd thing like i have to do it this way and it's not about drinking the beer it's the last thing of my night being that i also have a weird habit of having to be he'll say like oh it's about 15 minutes away no it's 20 does it really make a difference? <laughs> yeah, it's five a, minutes. But I, I have this weird way of just, I have to have a... Oh, so you're a woman. I'm, a, I'm an OCD <laughs> woman. But I have to, there's certain things I have to do certain ways. And it, Laugh, it, it's funny. And it's true. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. My worst habit with her is conscious thing. But I do it constantly. Being, being conscious? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, we're, but whenever we see something that's obvious, like... Tonight, we were behind a car that had a Georgia license plate. And she goes, is that the Georgia license plate? I said, no. <laughs> it, was, it was more me saying, is that the Georgia? Like, I feel like it's like different it than I've seen it before. Like it was an ugly license plate. You weren't it, questioning the state. You were questioning the But like emblem. we're, we're watching like a TV different. show and the credits come up. Is Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller's in this? No. <laughs> and it makes me so angry. It's one of those rhetorical... Because he does it too. It's a rhetorical thing you just throw out I there. I phrase it way better. I'm like, I didn't know Ben Stiller oh, was see, in this. I you just did. We were fact. watching something the other night, and you're like, such and such is in this? And I wanted to so badly to say, no, not in it. And but it I would did. have been justified. And, you know, as <laughs> as somebody who appreciates comedy, you failed. I did. But <laughs> okay, that, that was I probably a, was tired of the energy to have She had a mouthful of beer. She was going to bed. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> I see her holding it in her mouth. I'm like, going to bed so soon? I make it upstairs and I take care of everything. I take my last one I go to bed. But no. It's, it's like Listerine. Weird, it's all warm by then though, isn't it? What? It's all warm by then, isn't it? Then it depends on how fast I was drinking it's it up until her, then. She, yeah, she likes her beer at 98.6. <laughs> <laughs> all right, pick a topic. Or is it's it my turn? It's your turn, Brad. All right. I love Skull Nights. Don't pick the... The one the colors hey, there wasn't an AO in there. <laughs> you, you love Skull Nights. <laughs> That's not an AO moment. <laughs> you need to hang out on more bars. <laughs> oh my God, Melissa, this is like hieroglyphics. <laughs> Read that fucking thing. Just do it in Braille. Into the microphone, poor favor. How can she not even read it? No matter how bad I write, I know I, I can read At least oh. I can read it. Oh, this one. It says acetaminophen. <laughs> the, top, the top reasons why you're happy you aren't in Maine, Maine with Dave, Craig, and Matt. Oh. Well, first of all, there is a fun fact about Maine. They invented the toothbrush there. And I then none of them use it. it. <laughs> no, because if it, if it was anywhere else, it'd be called a teeth brush. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I shit on your joke, dude. <laughs> it's okay. I recovered. That's fantastic. What was the topic? I'm sorry, I forgot. Why are you happy you're not in Maine with those three idiots? Well, they didn't invite you, so... Well, yeah. <laughs> well, why would you not want to be there? Why would I not want to be in Maine? Um, 
I don't know. You ever see you Deliverance? You go to visit Craig's uncle and you sleep outdoors. Oh, well, that's one. Is that your you reason? Well, you don't even use his bathroom. What do you mean? He doesn't make you... They let you if you ask, but they, they judge you. They're about 80% on solar. So and it's a very small water tank. Can we crap I, in the sun? In the outhouse. Outhouse. Whoa. Literally an outhouse. We or, weren't a, or Matt will do it up against a tree because he knows how to like balance his weight and apply <laughs> pressure. He can do like that do the human chair thing. Really? Yeah, and then he adds like an element of dumping. Wow. And it's really, you know, he's an impressive young man. He really <laughs> and, and did he tell you about this or did you witness it firsthand? He has explained it We in call depth. it the show. The show. Seriously, <laughs> fucking listen. My God, every week it's another adventure of Matt. He craps in the back of a bucket truck. Well, in the wood chips. Into the wood chips. Listen, when you can sing uh, Unbreak My Heart like that, you can do whatever you want in a bucket seat. Good recovery. Okay? Good recovery. It wasn't bad. It was fantastic. (laughs) And I hate to admit how many weeks after that thing was posted that we were still walking around the house going, Unbreak (laughs) My Heart. Stuck in my head for weeks. Yeah, no, it's. it's, Because he really committed to it. He nailed it. Well, that's it. That's the thing. He committed to it. Man could sing. The dude, John, couldn't give a crap. No pun intended. He was just like, whatever, dude, we get it. You're Tony Braxton, I know. Settle down. But but he nailed that. He fucking nailed it. The guy can sing. He was punchy. Yeah, Matt Matt had been working long shifts. So that's what happens when he's punchy? Yeah, he's like a you know breakfast stripper. Well he'll go fourteen sh- <laughs> legs and eggs. <laughs> he'll go fourteen, sixteen hours sometimes if there's a storm coming. So I think this was at the tail end of him just well, so what? Craig's worked, what, like 95,726 days in a row? Is that what, is that no, what I read? He hasn't worked 95,000 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Radiance response is the best of that, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, but the funny thing is we're all like, you're an asshole. You know, we're like, no, we're the assholes. Because <laughs> Craig's home. <laughs> at noon, most yeah. days. He's like, oh, yeah, I finished the job early because I'm good at it. Now I'm going to go home and play Xbox while you sit there and wait for an email to tell you everything you did wrong. <laughs> Who's winning here? Well, you're doing it from your couch, though. No, I have an office. Dad? In your house. Yeah. Yeah, and, and two flights of stairs. Fuck off. From the bedroom. <laughs> if he gets coffee, it's one you more. You've got to get an outhouse up I'm there. I'm trying to get him so mad that he's like, no, fuck you, Brad. <laughs> Just waiting for Stupid it. Stupid head. <laughs> You're the stupid head. Have you seen it? It's, it's lumpy. Lumpy, nice. I'm happy I'm not there because I don't want to poop outside. Uh, well, it I, seems to be the. the and I don't want to sleep on. I don't want to sleep on the ground. I'm not I'm young anymore. Wait, thought. does it have to be Maine with them? Specifically with yeah, them no, on no, this I, trip? Honestly, what they do. I mean, in all fairness, because they're going to sit there and go, "Hey, fuck them." <laughs> honestly, it, it sounds like a great weekend. It, like his uncle opens up their home and they, they except cook. the bathroom. They're, yes. And, and with good reason. <laughs> What's the good reason? You have you you have not listened to the episode of when I was in no, Toronto and Craig baptized our bathroom. We were oh, standing right there by the, the door. I had that story. You told me the story, Dave. Yeah, Craig oh, literally yeah. sat there and he had a fart that went awry. <laughs> and he sat there and he goes, ooh, ooh, and he grabs his ass like a child and goes, "I need your bathroom." <laughs> and then he disappeared for an hour. Then he left the scene of the crime. I'm alone with children in the house. She's in Canada. <laughs> Craig she, said he she was needed very... a passport to come back to this mess. And the smell in there. Now, Craig, I know you're going to be like, fuck you, dude. I can't believe you're telling this story. Dude, it was rancid. <laughs> it, was, it was like a butcher in a bad neighborhood. It smelled so <laughs> awful in Al- August. Like an hour later? 
an hour later, I went back in there to try to get my pills. <laughs> <laughs> Would that have disintegrated since then? I felt like like when they take like the, the they splash the cologne on the the bandana <laughs> to try to get through the dead bodies. That was me working my way through. You talked about Nam. <laughs> you don't know Nam. Uh, my my bathroom is hell. <laughs> I would have preferred the smell of napalm in the morning. <laughs> so Craig's crimes cost you guys the ability to use the bathroom? Well, then he drove home planked, and then he goes out to his backyard. This is a story I can tell because he's told it story. on the show. It's like 2 in the morning because Craig and I had hung out. We were doing some drinking. And he gets home, and he decides he's in the comfort of his backyard, which is right next to a bike path, I might add. <laughs> and he's hosing out his pants. He's naked from the waist down. Like, he's Winnie the Poohing his fucking backyard. Fran looks out his window. His wife looks out the window and goes, what are you doing? And he goes, shit my pants. <laughs> this is the best. And she goes, why? <laughs> <laughs> and you've met Fran. That's, yes. that's how Fran's yes. delivery would be. Yes. Why? Because <laughs> he's hosing out clothing. <laughs> because of something that happened miles away. <laughs> he went home with his leg. Like, I'm pretty sure the gas pedal was pinned. Had to be. Had, <laughs> to, had be. to be. Thank God he, got, he knew Just how to. Just to prevent him from sitting down on the seat. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And then he saw the truck and he got way more resale value <laughs> as a result of that planking. Uh, yeah. So I the shitting outside aside, I, I am very sad I'm not there for all the camaraderie and all that. But if I wanted to sleep on the rock, I'd fuck Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> I cannot imagine sleeping on the ground and coming out of this weekend good. I, I have a very nice mattress. Yes. And I can't get out of that without screaming a couple times. What about an air mattress? I'll get it. Oh, so the other benefit to not going is to not listen to Craig say he feels great sleeping outside, but actually watching him suffer for sleeping outside all night. <laughs> Craig's really good at telling you he's not. Like when he drinks too much. The first thing he says is, I actually didn't have a hangover. <laughs> Liar. We were in Vermont with them a few years ago, and we, they, the three of them went hard. I didn't drink because I drove to, the, to dinner that night and everything like that. Craig was banged up the next day. Craig did not get excited by candy at the um, Vermont Country Store. Whoa. Yeah, Whoa. but he was not hungover. Is what Craig said. Oh no, we made a home record. He was time. green. I feel, I feel great. I went and I drank a couple beers. No, you did not. No, you did not. I ate a French onion soup and the smell bothered him. <laughs> At a diner. It bothered him. So he'll tell you the more he protests that he's not hungover, the more hungover he is. So he probably gets out of the tent in the morning. I feel great. And you'll see him like literally. Oh, yeah. I think he feels like it's a sign of weakness, almost like a loss of manhood. Sure. When you admit that. And I think a lot of drinkers feel that way, too. There are people like that, yeah. Yeah, when they wake up, they're like, I'm not hungover. I'll do it to Melissa. I'm like, I'm actually not banged up. I stayed up till four, rocking out to Slayer. (laughs) But I'm not banged up at all. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And he's like, what food do we have in the house? (laughs) I like 27 sausages. (laughs) Yeah, nothing runny. (laughs) (laughs) What's going to bind me? (laughs) I need something to make this a solid again. (laughs) Can you do that? All right, George, you're up. Oh, yes, yes, yes. No, not that one. Oh, not that one. That's the bad one. All right, I'll take this one. That was the last resort one. Oh, the color one, the last resort. (laughs) All right, oh, I hope you're ready for a novel. What is one moment in your life that if you could, you would go back and damage? 
Yeah. Change. Oh, change. That's it. From now on, Melissa reads. It's change. What is the moment in your past, if you could go back and um, change, yes. even though it would have zero impact on any outcomes that led up to everything? Like, there's no reason for you to want to go back, to need to go back to change it. Like, it's just a moment of, in time where you just look back and you're like, oh, fuck, that was a horrible moment. But it didn't have any impact on anything of the I rest of your life. I definitely wouldn't need a floodlight. <laughs> <laughs> Or I would buy a ladder sooner. One of the two. One of the two. No, but that changed the outcome of your life because we had a bunch of stuff planned. Okay, so it didn't change the no, outcome of my life? it has zero impact on anything. It's just that moment where you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. And I would just, I would go back and flip that. Is it regret or is it... It could be, it could it be, be a little of both. It could be a little bit of both, but it, would, it doesn't change the trifecta of the rest of your life in the slightest. The trifecta? I don't know. That was weird. That was not that the word was I was not going the for. word you were looking for, no. Craig. <laughs> Doesn't change the outcome of anything in your life. I saw a thesaurus in Jurassic Park. I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it's a moment that you you look back on constantly and are like, oh, that was horrible. I need. To, I wish I could go back and redo I, that. I have. I've got one. Go, I've, go, I've, go. I've said this story on, but we had a group Zoom call. A company it was two companies ago, um, and there was an Asian woman was the only Asian in the company, and we had we were playing like a group Jeopardy thing, like a trivia thing. And the response was like earlier was something like China was the number one producer of potatoes in the world. And I can't think of a Chinese dish here or there that uses potatoes, but they produce the most potatoes in the world per capita. So like later on, another question came up and I said, was that one of those Chinese potatoes? And I'm directing it right at the one Asian in my company. (laughs) And I wrote her immediately on Slack. I'm like, I did not mean that but i'm realizing there's like in the fucking brady bunch wall of people wow everybody thinks i'm a fucking racist (laughs) and it it was not pretty (laughs) not pretty she was cool because she's fun so she knew you didn't mean it and and, you know i talked to hr director and he said something that was a little trumpy he's like we are not a cancel culture company whoa look at that he said it like that was so matter-of-factly too like well, that's exactly what you wanted to hear at that time. Well, at that moment, I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, right we are. He's like, it's a dead issue. Not a big deal. But I got relieved. Like, the next Zoom call we had, somebody said, I hate, and it was some country in northern Ethiopia or so. No, not. Um, where was Casablanca? What country was that in? Uh, I thought it was a movie. It's a movie, and it took place in a place. <laughs> I know it wasn't my video store. On Earth, but nice. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Morocco. Oh, okay. Yes. And so the... So one girl sitting in her backyard in this beautiful fucking backyard scene goes, I hate Morocco. Moroccans were just the worst people, right? Out of nowhere, you hear a voice from one of the 90 people on the Zoom call. I'm from Morocco. Oh, jeez. And I'm like, immediately three people write me. And they're like, well, you're off though. <laughs> <laughs> but I regret it because that's not where I was at. And that was not what I meant. It was just I was calling back to an earlier joke and or statement. And it was strange. It was strange, and I owned it. There, that began a very bad stretch of Zoom calls for me. <laughs> I had done some shit. Like but what? I don't need to repeat it for our, our audience. I'll tell you later. All right. But I, I had a stretch where every time I got on a Zoom call, there was another tongue, tongue in, not tongue in cheek, foot in mouth. Really? Moment. And it was bad. It was bad. She'll vouch for it. <laughs> I believe you. Melissa will vouch. But, what uh, was bad? No, I had a stretch of bad Zoom calls. 
Oh, the, the names being wrong and everything? Oh, no, also Morocco. Not Morocco. Uh, when I talked Mostly about... Mostly racist. Yeah, Chinese potatoes. <laughs> I remember that I was here for Chinese potatoes. I just ran to go to the bathroom. But what name did you have on that one call? And oh, that you was You said you were spammed? Uh, How come yeah, she gets to uh, use the good bathroom? You can. <laughs> there, was, there, there was a whole sitting thing. <laughs> But anyway, um, I hover. There was another one. I used my work computer to do the show remotely. Yeah. And so we used to change our Zoom names to really offensive things just <laughs> as a go. I forgot to change it back. Oh. So I, I immediately log in, instantly log in using the link in the email yeah, yeah. to a call. And I came up, I forget what it was, but oh. it was something atrocious. And so I had to play it off. Like I got hacked. I don't know what's going on. I purposely logged out of the call. Uh, my boss is like, is you okay? What's going on? What's going on? The Moroccans hacked me. Yeah, that was it. It was all about Morocco. <laughs> Stupid Moroccans. Um, so I played it off. If the band's were, Moroccan. And, oh. you know, they were all like, oh, Brad, we know you. We know that that's not we you. Know you're we, would never, we would never do it's that. not him. And then, honestly, <laughs> if they knew I had this podcast, they'd be like, you son of a bitch. That is so not Brad. <laughs> that's not the Brad I know and love. <laughs> so what about you? <clears throat> There's got to be a moment. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I'll let you choose. You want it to be... Choose your own adventure. Uh, well, because they they all see. I don't think that there is one possible that doesn't have any effect in your trifecta. Well, I think that was kind of the hope that you were life. just going to tell those anyway. So to <laughs> just go with it. You can't. I mean, everything does. But I I, I don't know about that. But well, anyway, go ahead. No, listen. I'm in the second part of my trifecta, and it's it's. Uh, <laughs> 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 I know that it's been impacted. <laughs> The trifecta. She's trying to get the right word. There was another word I was going for. I can't remember what it was, but it was not trifecta. The grand scheme. Trajectory. Trajectory. I like trifecta better. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) It was a T. I didn't realize when you married an editor, it was for purpose. Yeah. I was a teacher when we began. Clearly, I failed. When your husband redlines your text messages, it's bad. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Edit, send it back. He has corrected me back. I've <laughs> sent the screenshots with the red circle around. <laughs> That's even better. It fucking pisses me That's off great. sometimes. You've actually done that? That's amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. That's why he's out here drinking until four in the morning. He's not allowed in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Tell both stories, George. I had, I had an opportunity. I, I was, senior, it was senior, senior year. And... High school or college? High school, I'm sorry. I had, Kennedy had just been shot. Kennedy had just been shot. We all, we all know where we were that day. I'll tell you that. Geometry 101. And I was not intending to go to the prom. And no date. No, well, well, no, I, I was literally not going to go to the prom. And I started hanging out with this girl. And she turned down a date to go to the prom. So we were just going to not go to the prom together. But then we're like, all right, we should just go to the prom then. So we decided we're going to go to the prom. Now, I'm friends with this other girl who's not going because, well, first of all, I got to tell you that I'm all, now I'm at the junior prom, and the girl that I know her friend is, her sister tells me that she's not going to our prom because she can't, no one's asking her. So I'm saying to myself, well, the girl that I'm with, hanging out with now, can get a date, no problem. Can I recap this real quick? So yeah, you I were know. trying to bang two girls that no. were too ugly to get invited to prom. Well, that's more or less it. Yes, you nailed awesome. it. You nailed it. <laughs> awesome. you nailed it. Awesome. I, I thought you were going to go somewhere else. I'm trying to dumb it down for our audience. Yeah, I, I'm doing a good job <laughs> dumbing it myself. But uh, but so because I'm at the junior prom and she says, "Oh, um, I'll I can use her name. Christine's not doesn't have a date for the prom. She's not going to go." I'm like, "Well, Christine has to go to the prom." So I. And with my good intentions, bad executions, 
<laughs> call up the other girl and say, hey, listen, you're not going to believe it. Family reunion. I got to go to Ireland the weekend of the, of the prom. I'm so sorry. So I wait till she gets a date to the prom. And then, oh, you're not going to believe it. I don't have to go to Ireland anymore. I don't want you to cancel your date. Christine, will you go with me to the prom? Okay, now that's a good intention. That's 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 just for the. That's one of those John Hughes movies where the girl gets in the gets in the end. You can use that any way you want, but um, the I sister, can just see George walking across the football field, throwing his fist in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I got the, I got John. I got I'm a, I got I got what's that song? That Peter Gabriel song? In your eyes, in yeah. your eyes. <laughs> um, but the problem was, her sister told her my plan, and she said, "No, I can't do that." So now I'm I I didn't I was right where I started not going to the prom, so. God, you got crafty there though. I got crafty. You I were it was, playing. Yeah. You were hedging your bet. This hedging. is like my career path. <laughs> no, it's so. Bad. I wanted everyone to go to the prom. I, I didn't. I, I, the girl I was with, who she she, she got had she already turned down dates. She, anybody would go with her. So it's not that Christine was ugly. She just she was just one of those two smart great. She was a great athlete. She was very smart. I don't know why she couldn't go, but she just wasn't going to go. And I said, well, I'll, don't worry, I'll, get, I'll get to her in about a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was no, there was no sexual, uh, sexual intentions. It was there just been so much banging going on. I know. We should have all went together. It would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would have been fantastic. It would have been great. No awkwardness whatsoever. They would have loved it. Giant pimp wagon. <laughs> hey, what's that over there? Okay. What was yours? I don't have one. Oh, I can't think of one. Okay, I had you, one when I wrote it. That's out. weak. You, you're, you're not here often. I'm going to give you a pass. Yeah, oh, you are. The truth is, you cannot put anything in that skull that you cannot I answer on your own. I had one. I can't remember it now. I've got to, did I got you to get asked to a prom by a doughy asshole? No, I did not. <laughs> With no eyebrows. His name was Albino. <laughs> I was actually going to have Ethan say that in the beginning. Who's this Albino asshole? <laughs> but I don't awesome. want to give away that you were here. <laughs> Your whole life's like, oh, it's him. Great. I never finished this one. <laughs> oh, open that up. She, no, she crumbled it for sentence. a reason. There's not a full sentence. Half of them. We can't read <laughs> them anyways. What does that matter? Yeah. I know. What is the thing that made you? <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> made you stop talking? Apparently. <laughs> okay. OCD. <laughs> <laughs> what is an interest or a hobby from your childhood or youth that you wish you had pursued even though it wouldn't change anything, like not anything that would have like led to a career or anything like that. Just something you wish you had kept working on. Baseball. For, same, what would same. you do now with it? Same, same, same. What would you do now with it? Make a lot more money. <laughs> no, it can't. It could not have led to a career or something like that. Why like, does everything you write have limits? I don't know. It just does. My God. But like, what's like a hobby you had? It's supposed to be about dreams and aspirations. I'm sure you had a stamp collection. Do you well, wish listen, that you did that? Well, I, I was, wow. I, I was <laughs> a, she just shit on you. Have, <laughs> let her have it, man. Well, I was just uh, back in my first trifecta, my first vecta, my my uno vecta. Trajectory oh, was sorry, the word. Sorry, <laughs> That'd say trajectory. Um, <laughs> I was getting there. <laughs> no, I, I think it was baseball. I, 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 I was not... A fan of the high school coach, so I didn't play, and I bit my nose to spite my face. So, do you think that if you had pursued it, you would be like in one of those like adult leagues now, just playing for fun? No, because I could have done that anyways. Because I I did play in softball leagues for a while, um, but it had no no bearing because I wasn't going to go pro. I'm not going to say that because I wasn't. Right. 
but um, wait, 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 let's pause for shock. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> the first thing I see when I look at you is pro baseball. Yeah, tucked into your calves. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I hit the ball. <laughs> but that would be it. It would be baseball. Is that, is that true for you too? Yeah, I played. I played up until college, man, and, and a couple years in. And I was not great, but I was a hard worker. I kind of learned my role. And, uh, you know, when you get a taste of it and when you play with people who really know what they're doing, you kind of get that dream. Like, if I can do this here, maybe I can do it there. But I also... What are you, Frank Sinatra? A little bit. From New York, New York. <laughs> Goddamn right. <laughs> I, uh, no, I, a lot of things. I would have changed my major, too. I, I would have become a psychologist because I do it for free every week. <laughs> you know, between this house and everything else. My daughter constantly screams, at me, why are you so mean to me? Mean to me, mean to me. In the car today, why are you so mean to me? Stop bullying me. Stop. What she doesn't realize is that I'm actually getting her ready for how other people will talk to her because the schools don't do that anymore and so i think my reverse psychology there's one day where she's going to have this aha moment probably around halfway through college or so and i think she's gonna be like i get it and that will be my parenting win ethan i don't know you saw how excited he was to swear a few minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a simpler sort. But, <laughs> but my daughter is a complex kid, and, and she's becoming an adult faster than her body wanted her to be, or her brain did anyway. And I think I would have been a good psychologist because despite the fact that we interrupt each other on a weekly level, that we, I really do like listening to people and offering thoughts. And I think I would have been good at it. And it would have changed my life tremendously, regardless of what Melissa's weird rules for this question were. But I, I, th <laughs> I, think, I don't think it would have changed me as a person, though. I, I'd still be doing shit like this. I'd still love comedy. I'd still love doing all this. But I think I'd be a much more secure person who didn't change his fucking job every year. So there's that. Melissa, your question, you better have an answer. <laughs> I probably would have kept up with photography. And you're goddamn good at it. I... I I was a photo major for the first two years of college, but I got stubborn because I didn't like photography. Got? Is, is that, Stop with this past tense shit. Is that code for uh, penthouse? Or no, for taking photographs. Oh, okay. Everything she did. In college, I was Soft great. lighting. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I was stubborn in that. Way. Brad, cross your legs a certain way. No bulge in penthouse. <laughs> um I was stubborn in that I didn't like photography on the computer. I liked the dark room. I oh. liked manipulating the pictures in the dark room. I really liked that the most, and I didn't like color. I liked black and whites only. I liked playing with the light. But I realized that photography was a dying I profession. could edit this to be so different. I don't like colors. I saw that. As soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, there's a joke. I only here. like blacks and whites. I only <laughs> black and white photography. Goddamn I like manipulating. <laughs> I like manipulating whites in the, in the in the dark room. You are familiar with this show, right? Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> but I, I I realized photography was a dying profession in the way that I like to do it, so I didn't pursue it, and I changed my major. But wouldn't that have changed your life if you stayed with it, though? I'm not saying I should have stayed with it in college, but I wish I had continued doing it on the side. Oh, okay. You don't do you do photographs now? Well, yes. Red says you don't. I don't have I don't have a dark room. Well, I would shut the a, door, turn the light off. Here you go. It's a little different. You need running water. You this need... is the studio, dude. <laughs> Don't you dare. There's equipment you need. There's chemicals you need. I wish I could just, I wish I 
had the ability to continue doing it, but I also don't have time. But you have to do it that way. You couldn't do photography. It's, it's not what I enjoy otherwise. Oh, I don't you like, like the it process. The, oh, okay. Like Photography's fucking amazing. But I, really I like developing it in the dark room. I like pulling it when I see it to a certain point, not letting it develop all the way. Brad likes pulling it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Only developed. a certain way. <laughs> to a certain point, right? <laughs> in the dark room. <laughs> With the black and whites. But that's what I would have done. I would have kept doing I it. I prefer color. <laughs> Dim, dimmer Rockins. <laughs> All right. Uh, who's up? You, Brad. Me again? Yeah, that's how it works. I think it's the color, last one's the color one. Is it, that's it? We're that's done? It. All right. Well, you know what? We're at almost two hours, so this is actually a good point. Mm-hmm. Well done. Don't you go for three hours? Why, why are we they any? go for like five. Seriously. We go for three, but a lot of that's bullshitting. <laughs> As opposed to our show, which is organized and proper. <laughs> uh, favorite smells, but it can't be obvious, like cookies, Thanksgiving like dinner. You did you actually abbreviate Thanksgiving to tea giving? I did. <laughs> Where the fuck did you have to be that you were in such a hurry? Not what right. did you do with all the time you saved? I didn't do anything. I write, I write that. I write it that it way. It adds up. It adds Something up. Something weird. A favorite I, smell. I my aunt. Loves you start, you must have a, you have a reason for that question. Let you, me you, you start. Reason. I have an aunt whose two favorite smells in the world are puppy breath and gasoline, and I always thought that was weird. <clears throat> what were they again? I'm sorry. Puppy puppy breath and gasoline. Puppy breath, like the actual dog's breath, yes. or is that like a what's, no, what's that flower? Ch- uh, ch- child's breath or something? Isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Isn't it? But no, she likes dog breath, like puppy dog. Breath. Hey, welcome to Dateline. <laughs> um, I love the smell of new plastic. New plastic? Like when you would get like a stereo as a kid and you'd unwrap it, that smell of new plastic. Plus, I love the smell of new books. That's fair, yeah. Like the glue. Yeah. I apparently like sniffing glue, but I love the smell. <laughs> I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing glue. She's I going love- to that convention next week. <laughs> I love the smell of books. If the actually, blood doesn't get you, the glue will. Actually, new and old books, but I love the smell of books and I love the smell of new plastic. Those are weird. Those are weird things to like the smell of. Well, books. I, I don't think books is though, because there's a whole lot of people that that will agree with you. I, <clears throat> the plastic is a little bit wild, but I've heard people like the smell too. I like I like what it represents. So I guess maybe I do also like the smell of new plastic because that means I bought something expensive. Maybe, Ooh. and I like that. I, I like I new, like that. I like new car smell for that same reason. In I plastic. love. Well, you know, undo the seats. <laughs> you know that tar that they put under your passenger seats? Oh, That's yeah. fresh. Oh, it's fresh tar. I like it. I like it. I, I'm all for that. I get that. Um, my favorite weird smell, though. It only meant like you couldn't say like cookies baking. All right, everybody who doesn't love the smell that. of that? Right. Yeah, everybody loves that. But what's the smell you can tell that you? Love? I like the smell of kennels, not because it's good, but because it means you're probably getting a new puppy. Oh. And I actually kind of like that because I'm dying to get another dog to make my uh, my my sausage over there fucking exercise. <laughs> like I love this. I hate chlorine, but I love the smell of chlorine pools. It's one of my favorite smells. But I hate getting into a pool. I'm sorry, pool. I can't deliver that with the hot tub. <laughs> and sometimes it smells like a pool. But, um, it smells, no, like, I, smells like a sausage. But I don't like the way chlorine is on like, my skin. I don't like anything about chlorine except for this. I love the smell of the wine. To me, though, the smell of the hot tub isn't about the smell of the hot tub. It means it's Wednesday night, we're listening to the episode, <laughs> and we're over the hump of the week. That, to me, it's, it's all about what it represents. Wait, did the hump of the week happen in the hot tub or before the hot tub? Well, you know, honestly, until we clogged the drains. <laughs> 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 no, I'm not gonna say. <laughs> now you, now you, now he censors himself. 
Yeah, I'm not going to talk like that. <laughs> I, I got limits, too. You know? <laughs> really? <laughs> I can say fuck all I want, but I'm not going to sit here and talk about my just being like crazy glue. Oh, there it was. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll just edit that out. That's right. <laughs> Brad's so old, he jizzes rubber cement. <laughs> and then some kid in the corner ate it. Oh. <laughs> and then I'll see George on Dateline. Yes. George, go. On a special Dateline, I might add. <laughs> Even we didn't see this shit coming. <laughs> I've known him for 20 years. Um, so it's basically, it's it's a weird scent that you wouldn't find in the Yankee Candle store, basically. Yeah. That makes sense. It sucks for you because I know how much time you spend in there. I do. I do. <laughs> Bath and Body Works? Yes. Pl- um, plumeria. <laughs> what does Red Sox Candle store smell like? Domestic violence? You, you, you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say cleats, but okay. <laughs> Fresh cut grass, which is a candle. Because um, David Ortiz has a candle. I was going to big sloppy. He's a big seller. He, he, he does have one, though. He does. Is gasoline. That was, that's one of my aunts. Gasoline, she loves it. What does that mean? You got paid? You can afford to gas up your car? I can put again? gas in my car, yeah. Yeah, I love the smell of gas in the morning. Um, what, no, gas and, I'm trying to think of someone. Rain, well, rain is a candle, too. I like that ozone smell that like you get. Like I like the smell of snow. Ooh, when I the love sky, the smell. When the sky turns pinkish orange and you know a blizzard's coming, I kind of like that because you hunker down, you, you load up on beer and food. You load up your party. But that's not a smell people normally talk about, so that's club. a good one. Yeah, well, it's the same smell. Right. It's that ozone smell. It's just colder. Yeah. But I love when that storm rolls in and you can you know that, oh, yeah, it's Thursday night. We're probably not going to have to work that hard tomorrow, and then we get a long weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I used to like the smell. Of I'm starting a new job. I'm already trying to find a shirt. <laughs> I'm Come on, Thursday. Let's go. I liked that smell until I, t- until I turned 40, and that smell also came with a headache. Is that? Because when the barometric pressure changes, I get a headache. That bomb cyclone we had last winter in January, yeah, was it? Yeah. I had a headache for a week leading up to it. I looked at him like, this is going to be fucking huge. You sure like, he wasn't a headache? No, not that time. Not that time. Not but that no, week. I knew it was going to be a big headache, cause, a big headache, big storm, because I had a headache for days leading up to it. Now, in, in that in that vein, now that you have your little hip thing going, don't be talking about my wife's veins. <laughs> Sorry, take my wife's veins mm, out of your, your mouth. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> take my vein out of your mouth. I oh, see. Now you cross the line. <laughs> cross the line. The His hip is worse in the bad weather. If that's where you're going, that's where I'm going. <laughs> is it? Well, I haven't had much bad weather yet. Oh, okay. It hasn't rained here in months. Oh, all right. <laughs> but by and large, yeah, I, I, expect, I have an Achilles tendon injury that I still predict the weather with. It cramps up. So I imagine my hip's going to be good. But, of course, they're on opposite legs. And your hips don't lie. Oh, so you, it's your, it's your <laughs> right hip. they don't quit, it's motherfucker. Your, it's your right hip and your left leg? Is yes. that what it is? Yeah, it's bad. Wow. It's bad. So, you know, I'm going to move be less than I usually do. <laughs> you know, that's possible. It's not easy to maintain this girlish figure. But <laughs> I'm trying to think. I know there's a weird smell that I like that a lot of people don't. And I... V8. Oh, here we go. What is it, V8? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Listen, when I had great. kids, I liked the smell of clean diapers. Like when you first take them out of the pack. I like the smell of that. That's... Yeah. You know what? I agree with that. Yeah. You don't yeah. have kids, you perf. Doesn't mean, I've never, <laughs> doesn't mean I don't hang out and change people's diapers. I mean, come on. What do you think I'm doing at the mall? Shopping? <laughs> Good Lord. George spends his time exclusively in family bathrooms. <laughs> Change for a dollar. He sees a fold-out changing table. Instant boner. I'm all over it. That's what, that's what holds it up. 
the koala things? Yeah, yeah. I don't need that. I just hold it up on my... <laughs> Like the, the tripod, the trifecta pod. The tri- <laughs> Shut up! I made one misstep. My words. But you're not on that much, so we gotta, we gotta milk it. Awesome. What's another smell? Because I know there's, there's more. What are you asking me for? This is your time. I already did. I gave gas, and I gave well, not, <laughs> gas. I gave a lot of gas. You guys just haven't hit you it yet. Gas, chloroform, the, children. The chloroform. <laughs> Do you have any other ones? No. I, I like fairly <laughs> traditional smells. I, I, you know, it's actually I got one more. I don't love Thanksgiving food, by and large, but I love the smell of it. Like when you walk into the house, because it indicates the holidays are coming. So to me, it's all about what it means in the bigger picture. It indicates a cozy feeling to me. Thanksgiving dinner. It's like it's cool outside. It's warm inside. Just I, like I, the tofurkey, just like mom used to be. I was about to say, I don't <laughs> eat most of what Thanksgiving is anymore, but I still love the smell of it. But that doesn't qualify. You are far from the from the only person that loves the smell of Thanksgiving dinner. But for a different reason. Yeah, to me, it's all about what's coming next. It's not about the dinner. I don't look forward to the meal. I find it dry and tasteless. I think hey. it was it Brooklyn. <laughs> She's right here. <laughs> I do cook what, it still. <laughs> Brooklyn Nine Nine. That show. Oh. The best line ever. Andy Samberg's like, you know, turkey tastes like napkins. He said the pilgrims are murderers and turkey tastes like napkins. That's why I hate Thanksgiving. I'm like, perfect. Wow. This is accurate. Turkey tastes like napkins. Like, I like a good turkey sandwich, but let's be real. Cold cut turkey and what you get off the bird, if it's in there 10 minutes too long, yeah. whole different animal. Yeah. If you need gravy to make your dinner palatable, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> What's really good gravy? Melissa makes the best sides in the history of the world. <laughs> it's, the, it's the main course. Well, yeah. no, but she, I mean, no, no. She gets me a turkey breast, and it's delicious. Yeah, and the, but she's vegetarian, oh. so she's eating we, sides. I have to be careful where, where you, I go because a lot of what people make for the sides include turkey or chicken stock. So if somebody makes a stuffing and they they use stock as a as a the wet factor of the stuffing i can't eat it because it's got the stock so we went to this restaurant tonight this vegetarian restaurant or vegan restaurant called basil and bunny and what i'm trying to let her know is that's the second plug you've given them yeah but that's also what they use to make the food (laughs) what the wet (laughs) it's basil and a bunny oh no but i mean not in that order (laughs) all right well that was a tremendous tremendous trip down skull lane (laughs) Uh, I can't thank you guys enough for stepping in. Honestly, I didn't, you know, it was weird when those guys stepped away and said they were going to Maine and I wasn't going, Melissa can vouch for this on Wednesday night. I said, you know what? I kind of feel good that we're not recording this weekend. I feel like there was pressures off. I'm going to have a relaxing weekend. And then like 12 hours later, I'm buying recording equipment (laughs) and asking George to come down with every microphone he owns. (laughs) It was, uh, this has become a big part of what I do. This is my routine. So thank you both for stepping in and being a part of this routine and feeding my OCD. <laughs> um, let me do a little bit of housekeeping, if that's okay yeah, with you absolutely. all. absolutely. All right. If you are new to Needless to Say, this is not what the fuck we sound like normally. <laughs> They're not nearly this polite, even with that foul mouth guy in the corner. Um, reach no out. interrupting. Oh, yeah, there was no interrupting at all, except just now. That's true. I realized the irony of that. I thought there was a longer pause there. Brad, start over. <laughs> if you are new here, reach out to us at ntspod at gmail.com, and we'll get you on the show, regardless of who's here. Uh, if not, come and subscribe over at needless to say podcast.com. We just added two more things, which brings the total up to 21 different ways to follow this show. Nice. If you can't find a way that you enjoy following the show, maybe you just don't like us and go do something <laughs> else with your fucking lives. 
Uh, check us out on social media on Twitter at NTS underscore podcast on Facebook at NTS no underscore podcast and on Instagram at all lowercase needless to say podcast where you see pictures of Joey B's toes. <laughs> uh, you can buy our swag over at NTS podcast Not one shirt will reference the state of Maine. Uh, anything else? George, do me a favor. Promote your show if you would. Yes, sir. First of all, I want to thank you for having me, Brad. Melissa, uh, my podcast is chatting with george noonan you can find a couple episodes of brad you can find an episode of dave a couple people coming up soon possibly we'll see but there you go it's on all all formats and where can i find that though like is there a website or is it just uh no it's just you just go to apple and look it up or my just to google my name it'll show up i mean when i tell you guys chatting with george noonan nothing 100 percent energy (laughs) (laughs) it's literally dripping off of him and if it looks like v8 so be it (laughs) My podcast is very exciting. Thank you for listening. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on twice. Sweaty balls. <laughs> you did a redemption episode. <laughs> a little, little PBS listening. <laughs> You're NPR. That's right. That's true. Uh, with that, uh, you know what, George? It's a tradition. Guests take us out. So if you would. Needless to say, I said it. And guys up in Maine, eat my dick. <laughs>